Bruce. Hello, people, and welcome to the Veteran Gamers Podcast. The Veteran Gamers Podcast is not for children. No, it's not, okay? man. So if you're listening and you're under the age of 18, be turn man. the fucking show off, you piece of shit. I don't know what to tell you, man. You shouldn't be listening if you're under the age of 18, man. Shit. Stand by for pre-show banter. Here comes some pre-show banter, man. Shit. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey. How you doing, man? Going on. Shit. Just, just, you know, doing a podcast, man. Shit. All we can do is our best. And if it means I can't grade papers during the show, then it means I can't grade papers during the show. Shit. Well, we are recording. Well, I'm cutting my nails. I am recording. Shit. Here's what I will say to Stu. Because, I mean, look, it's a fair point that he would make, but I would say... F*** yourself. Shit. Oh, bastard. Shit. Uh, <laughs> right, let's... <laughs> yes. Shit. Bada bing, we are now live. Shit. Hey, uh, the show will start soon. Shit. There's no reason not to start it now, right? Uh, no. Shit. Go for it. We're gonna rock and roll, people. Let's start the motherfucking show, bitch. And away we go. Uh, come on, y'all. Welcome, y'all, to the veteran gamers. Juju, Jimmy, and the fellas will tell you about every single game that you play this week. News, reviews, and an indie pick. Stew story time and Chinny's game breakers. Here comes Duke with sound by saviors. Crazy sound clip. A different crazy sound clip. Oh, the crazy sound clips are fun. Yeah, crazy sound clips. Switch that console off before you have the intros. We should have talked about. Eh, yeah, well, whatever. Yeah, huh? Hello, and welcome to episode 664 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 664! Oh, wait, now, this, yeah. there is only me and Eric here. Why is Chinny the one hosting the show? This is so weird. But somebody has just messaged the Discord saying, well, I can come in. Well, I'll, well we can't <laughs> This is like on-the-fly uh, processing of our process, people. Don't worry. We're getting it sorted. Um, anyway, uh, so yes, uh, I do have a letter from Stu. All right, we're going to start with a letter. We don't as usually to start why... with a letter. First of all, let's start with who we are. I am Duke Scath. On Twitter, I am known as Duke Scath. Yeah. I suppose. Uh, my name is Mike, and uh, my last name is Chin. So he's, he's not on Twitter. I'll tell you what. Some people say uh, they call me Chinny because they are oh, clever. That's so crazy. We have usually have a third guest. Uh, well, not guest, like host. He is right. the host. The host. We have because, a host usually. Because he does no- nothing else. So yeah. hosting the show is the only thing he does. <laughs> but he's not here. And I do have a letter from Stu as All to right. why he's not Let's here. Let's hear this letter from Stu. I don't have a little jingle for letters from Stu. But... So it is quite a serious letter, so I need to lower the tone. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, letter from Stu. It is with sad news that I've decided to leave the show. It has finally dawned on me that Eric and Mike are so much better than me. Not only are they far smarter and wittier, they are also better looking too. Damn, I'm it's surprised he's to these being reasons. so like, forthcoming. Usually he's not, yeah. you know. It's due to these reasons and the fact that I can't grow a beard that I've left the show. Thank you very much, Jeez. Stuart Power. Wow, well, it's sudden. It's surprising. It's not the reason I would have thought for him to not be here. 
but maybe we can convince him to come back. Maybe, maybe. I mean, uh, you shouldn't okay. worry about not being able to grow a beard. That's not... Look, as somebody who doesn't really have a beard, but who keeps getting stuff growing in, it's not anything that's, like, connected to my manhood. It's just hairs that come out of my face, really. So, look, let me say this about Stu's letter. And no, I am not just stalling, so Chinny can do whatever he needs to do, because clearly he's doing something. I'm doing I something. Think, I think that Stuart is a wonderful guy, and he is currently missed. We miss having him here, because... He would be telling some fascinating story if he were here about how he bought something at Sainsbury's and then went on an hour-long car trip with his uh, wife and daughter and his daughter's boyfriend and he was trying to keep a secret from them and then they guessed what it was two-thirds of the way there. And I, we don't have that this week. All I have is a boring story, but I guess I can get started with it. I mean, My yeah, favorite go for time, it, yeah. it's story time. Story, story, story time. Our dog is old. He's like 15 Aww, years old. Yeah. Tito. Tito, the dog, exactly. And Tito. he was being, after last week's show, he started being really like sluggish. And he had been kind of sluggish over the weekend, but we were starting to get worried. And so we called the vet on Monday morning. We were like, when can we bring him in? And they said, Wednesday. So we were like, all right. And we started to worry that this might be his last visit to the vet. So I told Aww. the students, like, you know, look, I'm going to be out Wednesday and play nice with the guest teacher, and here's why. Now, here's the crazy part. When I said that in one of my classes, this might be our dog's last trip to the vet, this one kid goes, just get another dog. Well, he's not wrong. Uh, what, to, to have that as your response when you no. find out that your teacher's dog... Does he have be, pets, that, that I don't kid? know. And I was just I looked at him, and he goes, guess, no. get one that looks just like him and give him the same name. And I was like, okay, look. Yeah. You're trying to make a joke at a time when I'm not really looking for jokes, dude. And that's, I think, an example of how the, the joke often is a manifestation of the ego. Um, so that kid was just picking the wrong time to, like, you know, be a goofball, I guess. But whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he's now doing a lot better. We went to the vet and mm. he, he's, you know, he was actually, when he goes to the vet, he gets freaked out because there's other you know, animals around. He's in an uncertain place and yada, yada, yada. Yes. But, uh, yeah, ever since then, like, you know, and like the day of, the, the night before and the day of, he was doing better and better. And maybe it's because we had him on this med for his um, back So what legs. was wrong with him? Well, we don't really know. He, ha he was taking he was this, just this particular medication moody. for his legs, which are old and, you know, kind of wobbly. Yeah. But You've that had may him for a while now. Yeah. I, but he, and it may have been messing with his liver a little bit. Um, we don't really know what's going on. He's got some mm. elevated liver, you know, numbers. Uh, but he's doing a lot better now. That's the most important thing. And so we're going to kind of keep doing what we're doing. And we've got other treatment yeah. options if he starts to ail again. Aww. But for now, he's doing great. So I remember when I bought him that little teddy and he destroyed it instantly. Oh, man, instantly. He doesn't really chew on stuff these days. He doesn't show. He doesn't have oh. much interest in chewing on things the way he used to. So he doesn't destroy things. He's um, matured. He's matured. I guess. He's just gotten bored with it. It's like, oh. Yeah, Stuff I get it. I rip it up. Yeah. It's a bit of fun. It's like us with after... video games. Yeah, pretty much. You know what I mean? Another Assassin's Creed comes out. Oh, okay, oh, yeah, you're God. fucking killing people Whatever. with a Who cares? Whatever. Yeah. Um, so I should I should probably tell people why Stu isn't here. It's because uh, hemorrhoids. So we are expecting maybe somebody else to jump in. Yeah. Okay. Or might not. I don't well, know. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything inter interesting. I did go back to work. 
You you are recovered from the COVID, I hope. I've recovered from COVID. Right. Have you stopped pooping Last, so much? I have stopped shitting myself. Okay. Which is, and today, to I'm sure people that are driving to work or cutting their lawn or walking their dog are happy to know Yay. that I, Chinny, have now passed a solid stool Woo! for the first time Yay. in about two weeks. So... <laughs> That's it's, not it's, deserving it's, of a victory song from Final Fantasy VII. It I don't was know such a big is. occasion that Tara Bank Cake, which then gave me the shits again. So, <laughs> no, no, I'm only joking. Um, so yes, I, I've recovered from COVID. I am really, I am suffering today from allergies, just oh, complete. You're always sick. I know, I know. It's, yeah. I'm just. This is why I think the human race has lived too long. Yeah. Uh, because I should be dead. What? Right. Because well, you know Carl when Pilkington they're would agree with you. You know when they're hunting and gathering, right? Yeah, right. And like this guy, let's I'm leave him group. behind. No, I'm in the group, right? Yeah. Like hunting for a lion or whatever. Yeah. And I just I walk past some tulips, right? <laughs> like we get caught, they'll be eating me by ten o'clock that night. They'll yeah. be well, we liked him. He was funny, <laughs> but he added nothing to the hunt. Right. Yeah. Sure. And I've never oh. added anything to any hunt, so I never would have even lived long enough no you wouldn't have happened. made it past 18 there's a 30 rock <laughs> episode where jack donaghy says to liz lemon played by tina fey what purpose would you even serve in a post-apocalyptic world and she says uh, traveling bard so that that would be what i do you know just wander around telling stories and nobody would care yeah, yeah. i would pro- pro- maybe i would be some sort of traveling musician yeah or something, or a jester, you know, which is basically people, what a bard pull, pull. did. So we'd all be traveling bards, I guess. Or like, or like, so you know, a jester where like they throw shit at them or something, right? Do you know I mean, what I mean? Like, Stu would have role. the ability of like cooking. That would be useful. The Duchess would yes, be great. Be the Duchess would be building up this place as a fortress for her vegetables and her chicken. Like she, we would be set. Uh, but yeah. I don't know what I, you know, I could, uh, I can proofread that missive that you're writing. Like that's not yes. useful in the post-apocalyptic yeah. era. You know? We're basically saying here, listeners, if you don't know who we are. We're pathetic. Useless We're pathetic dorks. Shits. So enjoy while you listen to us for the next hour or so about yeah. talking about video games. It's going to be great. Um, and if you're thinking, wait a minute, the Better and Gamers podcast is usually two and a half hours. Well, usually, but that's not going to be the case knows? tonight. We don't think. Probably Who not. knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, well, I don't know where this person is, so we might as well just get started, dude. Let's get started. Uh, I don't have any more stories. So are we ready to jump in with what we've been playing? Oh. Okay. Where are you going? Yes. Story time's over, isn't it? What you been playing? What you been playing? What you been playing? Say that. that. I took that hoodie off in a seamless transition. There, that was nice. Uh, Okay. Well, uh, Eric. Uh, have you played any video games i have uh but i think you should start because nobody wants to dive into what i've been playing this week so you should start with what you've been playing now to set it things up last week there was this idea in the ether that people put out there and they said i think you are the one who said it most of all but uh, chinny Stu seemed willing to go along with it uh what if we all played one game because we had all played you suck at parking last (laughs) week and the idea was this is good for us to all comment on a game let's maybe all play death loop so chinny did you play death loop this week no, I didn't. Not because I didn't want to. Yeah. Not because I didn't want to. Right. 
because I had time to do that today, uh -huh. but I consciously didn't because Stu is dead. So yeah. I thought out of respect for Stu, we'd yeah. wait. Well, I also did not play Deathloop, and it's not out of respect for anybody. It was mostly just because the week was so yeah. hectic that when I had time to play games, I didn't want to deal with new game mechanics. I didn't want to have to follow a story. And I'm no. I, people who know the show, you know that this is how, how I am. You know, I'll play new games sometimes, but AAA games are an investment of time and energy. And especially during the school year, I'm always like, Ugh. this is why I tend to go for indie games because they don't re require so much, you know, catching up with stuff, figuring things out. Uh, so anyway, the point Correct. is, I, uh, I I did not play Deathloop, so I'm very sorry about that. No, that's okay. Well, um, see if we can aim to, to, to play it for next week. Maybe. But while we're talking, I'm going to introduce somebody else who's now popped into the room. Do we have a third person, finally? We have a third person, finally. Yay! And that is Susan. Yay! She's in the room. Welcome, Susan. She's gone again. Uh-oh. No, she's, she's here. There. In theory. She's there. She's yeah. muted. She is muted. Hello. Hello. Oh. There she is. Yay! Oh. Um, it wouldn't be the podcast if it didn't have technical issues. Yeah. yeah we're Hi, glad Susan. you're here, Susan L.H. Yeah. Yeah. Bit of communication difficulty. And I yeah. put out a message. Jenny put out a message quite late on saying, does anybody yes. want to come? And I put it out on all the social media, and I just got tumbleweed. <laughs> yeah. Are you suggesting pretty... that Chinny is not responsive to the communications no, from the I community? No, I couldn't possibly suggest yeah. that, could I? Yeah. As we know, Chinny is always on the ball. With oh, he's on the ball. Uh, he's not it was on the toilet, late he's in the on day. the ball. It yeah. was pretty late yeah. in the day, but yeah, pretty late it was, in the was day. a resounding silence. I think we got one like, and that was about it. But um, you, you, so we you made contact, and you're here now. That's what matters. Yeah, I'm the backup. I'm yes. the backup. We're glad you're here, um, SLH. How are you yeah. doing today? Um, to be fair, I haven't been that well. Oh. Like, well, join, join the club. Join yeah, the club. I know. I, I know this is why I know I'm in great company because, you know, yeah. as we know, it's the uh, the Veteran Health Podcast now. Yes. Knocking on. Gather around. Some of us are more veteran than others. We're thinking about doing the show from a, a waiting room, a GP waiting room next week. Uh, I think so. Or any or something like that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. with, with a drip or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, 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 you don't have to go into why you're no. not well. It's the uh, usual stuff. I'm not going to describe like you did your you no. know, days of diet. You don't want to go into detail yeah, yeah, about yeah. your bowel like movements. You sure? Okay. Yeah. We respect you know. that. You know, everybody gets to I set their no, own boundaries. It's, it's totally fine. fine. Yeah. Well, we're I, glad I'm you're a, here. I'm an, op I'm, an open, I'm an open book, me. Yeah, unfortunately. We know. You know. You know. Yeah. It's just the way I am. You know, it's the kind of book you wish you could close sometimes, but yeah. <laughs> it's the kind of book you want to pulp, yeah. but you can't. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, Susan, since you're here, yeah. have you played any video games that you would like to talk about on the show? Yeah. Um, and you don't have to limit yourself to the last week because, you know, it's been a yeah, minute since well, you've been I, around. I would say the last week's been a bit of a non-entity um, yeah, no because way. I haven't been Again, join the club. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. join the club. <laughs> We're going to have to drag uh, this out somehow. you stressed out your head, haven't you? Yeah, well, uh, somewhat. Yeah, uh, I can see from your Twitter feed you're like yeah, hair on, well, hair on end. If you had any hair, it would be stood on end. Hey, so. somebody who looks at my Twitter feed once in a while. How about that? And not no, just to see if I listen to his latest DJ mix. I know, I know. You're one of my favorite people on Twitter. so I sent you a gif, actually. Probably. Yeah, yeah, saying, you know, you got this, man. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's you... right. You did send that. I remember. 
So, yeah, this week has been a bit quiet on the old video games, but I have... Oh, I had a bit of a trauma the other day because I, I mainly play on Game Pass and I've been... I actually managed to finish Power Wash Simulator. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh my God. I didn't know oh there was an God. end to that. There is an end to it. Wow. wow. Yeah, I'm impressed. Kind of, and it goes a bit kind of surreal. Really? really? story, and uh, uh, yeah, it goes a bit weird and, and surreal. Oh, wow. Shinny, do you yeah. want to avoid spoilers? Because I'm dying to hear about this, and I don't think I'll ever see the end of Power Wash. Um, I'll just say that it involves aliens. Does it really? Right. Yeah, yeah. I wow. think I've done that level. I well, think I've done cool. that. Is that the one on Mars? No, no, that's one of the, the special ones. You can do the Mars rover. But yeah. the actual sort of main career storyline um, huh. has got... It starts to develop a bit of a story in this community, and they're all kind of talking about this, that, and the other. But then, yeah, it, it starts to go into some strange territory, um, and it, it all a bit kind of tongue in cheek and that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, you hate to see a game like this taking itself too seriously, so that's good. Yeah. To know. No, it doesn't. It completely doesn't. And I really enjoyed it. And um, and Taffman came on and helped me out a bit, and I helped him out a bit. So that was nice. A bit of co-op, very silent co-op, because. Yeah. For those who have played Power Wash Simulator, it's a very zen type game. It is, it, it is. Listen to the podcast or a podcast or an audio book or some tunes while you're yeah. just... Yeah, so, um, yes. so yeah, I got to the end of it. So I was really happy with that. But then, um, you know, when it comes up saying, right, these games are coming off, I noticed Slime Rancher yeah. was coming off and I was oh. like, no. That's ah. a big one. People I love that game. Finished, I haven't finished it. Uh -huh. And the reason I haven't finished it is because I'm an absolute strumpet when it comes to Game Pass. <laughs> Complete trouble. <laughs> well, that's the <laughs> problem with having so many options for not I free. Know, but, you I know, I just yeah, play like little right bits of everything. Of me, yeah. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, I must play that mm -hmm. properly at some point. Sure. I'll move on to this. You're reason. a grazer. Right. You're a grazer. You're grazing. I turned into stew. Uh, yes. um, after being You've got a long way to go before there. you turn into stu it, with regard oh, yeah. to this one aspect, I suppose, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I do have to probably talk a little bit. Mind you, no, I do talk an awful lot. I am turning into stew. Oh my gosh, I'm turning into stew. Um, yeah. So, yeah, um, I've been trying bits and bits. I've, I, I, like all my gaming life, I've always been quite linear where I've just concentrated on one. Mm. And yeah seen it to the end everybody's playing this other new game and i'm like still plotting you're sticking with it yeah i do that a lot yeah five hours of whatever yeah um, so yeah um but when i got started on game pass I've, I've just yeah lost the plot and i'm just like grazing on everything but it does mean that i'm not finishing games and then when they go off i'm like ah so yeah. I, I decided you... that yeah go ahead so I decided that I was going to have to start finishing Game Boss. So, so this week, I've been mainly concentrating on my time at Porsche. Oh, yeah, okay. Which uh, I kind of nearly got to the end of. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that's a bit weird as well, because you've got like a a main kind of quest list. Right. And you get to the end of it and you get the titles. But then mm. when you look on sort of like some of the fan pages and the true achievements and all, there's a whole pile more. Then there's the end game. That's when the good stuff yeah. starts, you know? It's just I like, do. whoa, what's going on? So I, I thought, right, I'm going to get to the end of actually all the quests. So I yeah. think I've only got like more to do. Sure. So I'm near. It's weird. Porsche is one of those games that I like to go back to, but then I don't stick with it for very long. It just feels like, uh, I don't get know quite why. Buffering day after day. Yeah. Um, when you've got a quest to do, but then when it, I think from, from what I can gather, you could just play it ad infinitum and just do. See, that's do... the thing, right. And I, I kind of like that part of it. And I think like, okay, I, when, last time I played it, I remember there was some fighting competition. 
And it just yeah. felt so weird. And like, I didn't know what to do. There's a fighting competition great... in my time at Porsche. Yeah. Well, and you're just boxing with people. Seasons, and ah. every season, there's like a competition. So there's a fishing competition, oh, wow. a like a farming competition for like who can grow the biggest vegetable. Yeah. Um, this is an this is an animal style animal crossing style game. And there was a fighting competition. Like Stardew Valley kind yeah. of thing. But it's, it's Stardew Valley is mostly focused on growing crops. This game's mostly focused yeah. on building things. But you can What's next? Yeah. Like what's the like cockfights? Like what are they gonna do? <laughs> no, but you can tame a llama and then mm. and one of the things that you do in the season is like a uh, like a horse race. But if you've got a llama that you've tamed, like one of the the, the multicolored llamas, it's like pink and orange, you mm. can actually race your llama. Mm -hmm. Um and then the other one's like a snowball fight. And you get yeah. extra rewards for those, and you can use them to spend on accessories for your house or clothing or whatever. Yeah, so. the clothing is, is kind of ill. I like some of the clothing options you have in this game. But here's yeah, the real question, cool. Susan. Who mm -hmm. did you befriend? Who Did you marry someone from the town of Portia? Yeah, well, I've, I, <laughs> again, with my little trollop head on, but also because I wanted to get the achievement, I realized yeah. that you could marry somebody, then divorce them, oh. and then marry somebody else. Okay. And is there an so achievement for divorcing and then remarrying? Yeah, there's wow. achievement for okay. divorcing. Wow, Microsoft are encouraging that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, So I I married Arlo, who was like the chief of the guards yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. I know how. Yeah, yeah. Cool. chap. Right. Um, and then I had a child with him, and then I just sacked him off. <laughs> told him one day I didn't want to be married. Yeah. Before. Sorry, mate. Yeah. Because Gust, who was like. He's like an architect designer type dude. He's very kind uh, of you got swooned. Yeah, so he's he's been kind of in the background, and I got to like a point with him where he's like a really good friend, and I thought you could potentially marry him, and there's a, an achievement for marrying him. So I thought, okay, there we go. There I'll just go. bin off Arlo, and yeah. I'll just marry Gus. So Sorry, I'm dude, nothing personal. It's just I want the achievement for getting rid of yeah, you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hit the road. I Jack. don't. I don't care for you as a person. You're just a goal for me. Yeah, that was it. Go away. And, yeah, and never mind the child. Yeah. Well, the yeah. child will be fine. Mm -hmm. the, the, it seems to me like, and maybe I just didn't stick with it, but it felt like the relationships in this game progressed very slowly. I felt like I would visit with people like over and over and over, and I just didn't feel like we were making progress. And that's probably true about Stardew as well. But for whatever reason, Stardew just addicted me in a way that this game didn't. So, I... yeah, no, you have to really work on it. And um, I think once you get to a certain stage with them, where they actually become kind of buddies, mm -hmm. um, you can go on play dates with them, and that's when mm, you start nice. getting the point. So yeah. just like talking to somebody on a regular basis, you get like right. two points a day, you give them yeah, a gift, yeah. it gives you like five points. Mm. But I mean, once you start taking them on play dates, you get like 40 points at a time. Finally, the real world workload. I know, I know. So, um, well, that's so, yeah. the thing anyway, that these I really games enjoyed are... it. It's a daft game, but I really enjoyed it. So. Yeah, I mean, it is, but it's fun. It's like they the, the mechanics in it work well. Like it's satisfying to build stuff in this game. It's satisfying yeah, to I love it. reach goals and stuff. But the thing about, yeah, like I've been thinking a lot about the relationships between people in these games. Stardew, has it obviously Porsche has it um some MMOs have it you know how do you make a game with relationships if it's not based on as it is in these games you know giving gifts you have points you raise the meter and then you get to friendship and then you get to romance 
Like that's not how all relationships work, right? A lot of times mm-hmm. you try to get to be friends with someone and they're just not interested or you realize there's something between you that's not cool at a certain point or, you know, you, you become friends, but then you want to push it further and they are, they don't want to be romantically involved. So I just, I'm looking forward to the next generation of that evolution where. Yeah, you know, Sims have done something similar. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, where they've actually put in like if you're interested in politics for instance right, right. and the person is just doesn't like politics you're yeah. not going to get on with them as well as somebody who's got the same interests as you sure um yeah. and if there's somebody who doesn't like i don't know ginger hair and you've got ginger hair yeah. um, me then they're going to be <laughs> repelled by you so um, oh, hey like ginger them. balls yeah yeah <laughs> Um, or, yeah, I haven't got ginger balls. Um, <laughs> I ginger hair, I wouldn't. But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, absolutely. Yeah, and so it's an interesting like thing. They've done that. Yeah. And, like, I remember the first time I played The Sims, I was back in Florida and I was teaching eighth grade students. And I mentioned that I played The Sims. And they were like, oh, isn't it great? And I was like, no, it's too realistic. Like, I already have a job I have to go to and bills I have to pay. Yeah, and in a way, what you say about yeah, like having to find toilet. someone who matches your um, interests, part of that makes me think, like, oh, God, another thing to deal with in virtual relationships. That was hard enough in real life. Exactly. Like, imagine yeah. if the Duchess didn't like video mm-hmm. games. Oh, wait, she doesn't. Hmm. Anyway. Well, just do what I did in real life. It's just hypnosis. Oh, there is you what go. I did. That's an is, that what, is that what you did? Is That's that what I did. That's yeah. why I'm here every You've week. seen my wife, Susan. Oh, yeah. You, you know, it oh, has to punching, be. Punching. <laughs> has to be. She hypnosis. lost a bet. Sometimes she wakes up and looks at me going, <laughs> and I go, Who's that? well, that's what Chris Rock said. He's like, you know, you're not her first choice. Like every day she no. wakes up, she's like, "Get rid of this motherfucker!" Yeah, so I can I'm go like, find... I'm, I'm, lo- yeah. I'm like the one behind bronze. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm... you must have other qualities. Uh, a big wallet or something. He's really good at going to the bathroom, as we've established. Really yes. good at, really good at that. Why that's appealing I'm, to other people? I don't, I couldn't say. I'm quick. That's one thing I've got. Pretty quick. <laughs> Well-known trait for quick. very appealing for women. Oh, I wit. thought you meant like in the bedroom. A Sorry. Wit. Yeah, you oh, got quick wit, quick right? Wit. I thought you just yeah. meant you were quick. Well, that's not necessarily. <laughs> Two and a half minutes. That's all he needs. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, you could be. Oh, I mean, right. you, you yeah. can get more You're done. Funny, you mean? You're funny. Yeah. Yes. That's all I've got. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but for a lot of people, yeah, no. that's an important like element, tall, you know. Yeah. yeah. Tall. Yeah. Tall. That's I've I've got that. I've got that. You have a stable no, job. No yeah. bottom. You don't smell no too ass. terrible. Well, I don't know. Really a good thing either. I don't know. I know. I don't know what I sit on. To be honest, <laughs> I have no idea. Bones. Uh, yeah, just pure bones. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, are you? Let Porsche. me ask this about Porsche. Sorry, uh, are you interested in playing Sandrock SLH? Are you, have you yes. know about the new one? Yeah. Well, that's one of the one of the reasons I thought. Right, I need to get my time at Porsche boxed off because yeah. it'll drop off Game Pass as mm-hmm. probably as soon as my um, my time at Sandrock comes on. Yeah. Um, and I thought, oh gosh, yeah, I better, better do that. So yes, yeah. I do. Let's play my time at Sandrock. I've heard good things, and I'm I'm curious to know if the the general distance I feel from Porsche might be a little different with Sandrock. There's a demo you can play for free on Steam. I don't know if you've given that a shot, but no, I. I I, I keep thinking, right, I need to go on Steam because I've got a gazillion games in my library. And whenever there's a Steam sale, I go, ooh, I <laughs> So, and then I just add them to the library of games that I don't play. So, but I did, I did buy the other week a cheap Steam link. Mm-hmm. So, um, because one of the things that I find awkward, and specifically since I've been poorly, is sitting up playing mm. games at my pc it's mm. not comfortable yeah so i prefer when i'm comfy um sure. 
So, yeah, now I've got a Steam link. Well, there you go. You but, are turning into Stu. I am, basically. <laughs> Wait, so you put the helmet says. on. When you get the VR yeah. on, then it'll be all over. Yeah. Oh, I don't like, you know, sitting on computer desk. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I haven't got Stu's money, though, because he does uh, all right, but I don't. He does trust. all right, doesn't he? He does, he does all, all right. right. He, he does, does all right. right. Him. Uh, okay, so, yeah, my time at Porsche. Good. Uh, we do have people in the chat I Five forgot to talk about. So we have Darren Sim, who says, oh, I can't make tonight. But I want to be on the show. I was like, well, tough shit, Darren. It's not some open um, invitation. You can just wander in whenever you want. You better you brace yourself in. for. I might just let episode seven hundred, perhaps. Um, uh, Rainy Lamb is in the chat. Hardly Dan Antonio, uh, who uh, usually is a guest. But yeah, I just why thought, is Antonio not on? Not because no, no, no reason. It's just uh, that I wanted to. Always the guest. We wanted to mix it up. I wanted yeah. to mix it up, yeah. We love you know, Anton. I, I should... Don't get us wrong. Yeah, yeah we of course. Do. We do, and he's ever so good on this. Man. Um, he does his stuff. Yeah. So don't expect that from me, because I know no, nothing. No, no, no. Whatever. I know nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. But you very rarely come on as well, so it's nice to have you. Know, and uh, you played yeah. a game that I've played, so I had something to talk about. Antonio <laughs> comes in, and he goes, multiverses. And I'm like, oh, I didn't really like that. Yeah. And yeah, what, yeah. Are we, what can I say? Yeah, he's so. very good at gaming. I'm, he plays things that are... The only thing about Antonio, he plays things that have come out recently. Recently, which yeah, is really. just not the and style that, like, of the other show. people are interested in so like they're likely to want to know what he thinks it's not, it's not how yeah. we do things here uh yeah, exactly. we also have james bevan in the chat matt weston in the chat he says what when up? are you ever in 100 percent condition this is probably <laughs> as good as it gets that's true that's a good uh, movie. hardly dan hardly uh soul brother number one and they're all sitting there so hello to Howdy. the chat susan you're usually in there but not i know tonight. it feels a bit weird to not be in the chat you've tonight. gone through the looking glass i think i think what we're going to do Sue is. We're gonna have a meetup next year, I think. Now sounds like a good plan, somewhere. but I think Burry is on the cards. Burry, Burry. Um, I know she wants to go to Blackpool, but that's like further for everybody. I don't know. Uh, we'll yeah. work it out. So that's uh, that's the plan. And uh, my brother-in-law Simeon was talking about it as well, and he was like, "I'd like to go to that. That sounds he, brilliant." He lives up the road from me, doesn't he? He lives in Stockport. Yeah, I was there yeah, today. I I was there today in Stockport. You could have come in for a cup of tea. Really? Yeah, Let was, someone was, know. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know he was in Stockport, though. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, I yeah, live yeah, about, okay. Wait, if he's, as you said he was in Hazel Grove. Yes. Yeah, I'm about a mile and a half away from there. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Next time <laughs> I'm up, because I do go up. Susan, I, I do go do. up I all the time. Next time I'm up, we will make an effort and I'll pop out or something um so yes so i think simeon is simeon is interesting coming as well so oh, a few people can go and we'll meet up and we haven't done that for is this the arcade club thing yeah yeah mm. that'll that'd be good uh not been there she was a bit wobbly about it but um but he's not here uh, so screw him but he's not here so uh, well yeah i think we should just make an executive decision here there you yeah go. And just we've do got it. a quorum so i think totally. you know I don't think he's that fussed anymore because he's like, I've not had COVID, but I think he's had it now. So uh... He's had it at least once. Yeah. Potentially yeah. twice. You can't let COVID rule your life. Well, um... I, I, having had COVID a second time, because I, I know if you know, when I came back from Glastonbury, I came back full of COVID, yeah. Yeah. Um, which I'd managed to avoid since the beginning of the pandemic when I had it and it nearly killed mm. me. Um, so I wasn't very happy. No. Uh, well, of course not. And it's really, really not the stuffing out of me again. So yeah. that's why I've not been very The well. second time, the, the second, well, I had it, didn't I? The second time I yeah. had it, it was the worst. It was just yeah. the worst. That, that 
um, the abdominal um, gastro stuff is really common. Really. Yeah. Common. Um, oh man. So. It's- not pleasant. Anyway, we were anyway, talking about, yeah, about health again. Uh, um, yeah, so I wouldn't want to get COVID again, but you can't stay you gotta, in You've got to, you know. You've got to be sensible. You've got to be sensible. Sensible, yeah. sensible. There you uh, go. Okay, uh, I'm going to talk about a game. You talk about played. a game. I'm going to talk about a game. I uh, was working away this week Yeah. in a place called Dunstable. Do we know where Dunstable is, Susan? Never heard Dunstable. So I've never heard of Dunstable. I have no idea what it was in. There was a snooker uh, hall in Dunstable, which I found out on the night because I was staying there for two nights. I was like, what am I going to do on the night? Um, so I went there. But uh, in the day, we had to film this conference and it's all fine. It's, it's you know, it's, it's a conference. The problem when you film an event or a conference like that is that there's a lot of like filming, sitting down, doing the work, which is pretty sort of, not the talks are not the, 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 not that the talks are boring, but the the job that you have to do is kind of mundane. You just sort mm. of like follow a person or whatever, and then in between, there's a lot of downtime. There's a lot of like breaks and like networking that we didn't really have to get much footage of, and there's lunches and they're all swanning off. And it was at a place called Ashridge Ashridge House. Do you know this, Susan? It used to be Henry the Eighth. The oh, yard basically. It used to be his house. Oh, really? uh, very posh. I don't know about that then. Very I'm... posh house. Uh, so we had a lot of downtime. And Tom, who I was with, I got him addicted to prison architect years ago. He started busting out city skylines. Ooh. And I was like, oh, city skylines. I haven't played that for years. And, and I never quite got into it. So during the downtimes, we would play City Skylines and we're basically, we had the laptop there and as he was doing something, I was making a city, like adding to the city. And then what I was doing, he was adding to a bit to the city and we kind of worked on this city on the same laptop co-op throughout like the three days. You can co-op on it, can you? No, but like we <laughs> we just we just had the laptop there. Uh, so one laptop and because and sometimes bit. you'd have like 30 minutes of like, oh, well, there's nothing to do for 30 minutes here. So... Okay, well, you know, you've you've checked some emails or whatever, and it's like, okay, well, what am I going to do? Like, just you know, um, we'll 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 add some we'll add some blocks to our city skylines thing. So we kind of played it sporadically through the three days, and I, I I've got this burning desire to play city skylines again, and I never quite played it that much uh, when I first got it. You got really into it for a minute. I got for for about a week. I got yeah. really into it, and then I stopped. But yeah. but there's so many. I've never really got into modding and mm. things like that. Yeah. But there's so many mods that improve the game, like traffic yeah. flow and junctions, and mm-hmm. you can do all sorts of mad stuff with it. And it improves like the metro system on the game and the beaches. Yeah. There's not be there's no beaches on the game, but you can add beaches. So I'm like, oh, do I go down this like stupid rabbit hole of playing this game? And the way I want to make a city which is kind of like the one on the screen there where it's all symmetrical and like mm. very aesthetically pleasing. I've never it's, really There's managed a great that. desire to yeah, have the city look beautiful, but a lot of times when you play the game, you're just slapping yeah. things on here and there and it slapping becomes it, this bum, it, jumble of Because stuff. we had we had this problem on our city where Tom had sort of made the city so it sort of takes one side. Mm. And I was like we need to move people on the other side. So as he was doing a bit of work, I made a junction where it kind of connected the thing. And it took us ages to work out how to make these one-way roads connect to the other side of the thing. 
and it was an absolute hot mess. It looked mm. awful, yeah. but it would, but it functioned pretty well. Like Duh. me, right? Um, <laughs> actually, it's probably the opposite. Anyway, but it was like the spaghetti junction uh, uh, on the on the M6, Susan. You know, uh, you know, it was just like that. It was just a mess. Like what on earth? <laughs> yeah, and um, we managed to to make it work and it was but it's good fun so i've got this sort of i've got the itch every now and again i get an itch to play a game like prison architect or city skylines where i've just got to make something mm. and uh i feel like i want to i want to get into the mods duke that's what i want to get into i want to get into yeah. the i'm scared of them well it's a huge world when you step into the world of mods no matter what the game is especially a game as old as city skylines like there's a lot it's of content out there yeah yeah but but I, i'm sort of interested in the useful the, to let you do play the game you want you know what i mean i'm sort of interested in the in the the game improvement mods not so much like the here's a bloody winter mountain range model yeah. you know what i mean i'm more interested in the ones that kind of oh this lets you sort of customize the lanes on the right. road a bit more or right. something like that yeah. and there's a youtube channel that i got addicted to about a year ago even though i wasn't playing city skylines yeah. where he just sort of downloads other people's cities mm-hmm. and improves them yeah and i was like how uh-huh. I don't, how does he do that? I, but yeah, it's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like I'm I'm going to get back into it again because I've had a little bit of a taste of it. Yeah. Um, so that's my first game that I'm going to talk about. Duke. Cool. Duke. Duke. Yeah. So I've been playing Rocket League, but there's nothing to say about it other than it's a game that is filled with sour, angry children. But I posted on Twitter, and some people may have seen, uh, I, I've been doing this thing where I, I call it toxic positivity because if somebody carries me you know they score all the goals for your game uh then i'll start writing like carry me faster do it now and then when they're like you know sometimes they'll play along and they'll go okay sorry sorry uh, i'll type in no talking score more goals uh but i played with someone this uh past week who said uh it's your passes you're, you're, you're giving me great passes and i was like shut up about my passes like hurry up and so anyway um but the ga- big game i've been playing the game i'm playing most of all this week strangely something modern enough, something fresh something just came out this past week Off no the boat. absolutely not guild wars 2 ah. that's right it's the free-to-play mmo that came out in 1741 I don't remember when it came out. It's been around for a while. I've played it a bunch. Never changed. Never changed. Never changed. I will never. I think it was 2012. I'm gonna find out now. Something like that. Um, But here's the thing. As I've said on the podcast, 2012. Yeah, there you go. Still got it. Uh, I want to play an RPG, but the RPGs are all MMOs these days. Or they're Elden Ring style, like really hard, like all this stuff. Or they're very story-focused. Exactly. So, I, I, you know, Guild Wars 2 is like an old shoe. It fits well. Um, and it's, it's also the type of game that I can put on. You know, I have these playlists for when I play games like this. And it includes like, you know, to be fair, some New Age Pap, uh, Enigma, Delirium, Conjure 1, you know, whatever. So... You know, especially if I'm having a rough week at school, I can come home, play a little Rocket League, and then put on Guild Wars 2 and, uh, you know, just sort of wander around. Now, 
the, the, the worst thing about Guild Wars 2, and this is saying something because it's not really a big deal, but you don't really have quests as such. What you have is this enormous world with all these activities in it, and you go to a part of that world, and there will be a person who says, hey, I need help doing these tasks in this little area. And you build up stuff, and then you know you basically complete enough of those tasks, and you basically clear that area. And then you move on to the next area, and you just rinse and repeat. Um, there is a, a storyline for your character. So depending on what your character's origin is and what we're looking at here, and I know everyone's fascinated to know about this, uh, this gameplay footage that we have is from a Silvari, which is the race of people who are coming out of trees. And I can just tell that Chinny is like, where do I play this? I can't wait. Orcs and elves and wizards and shit. I'm, and people who I'm, come uh... out of trees... Yes. Yeah. I mean, the graphics yeah. are ancient. They need to make a Guild Wars three because it's yeah, ten years old, right? And they didn't really update old. the graphics ever. And I, I suppose it wasn't a graphical powerhouse when it came out. Well, no. At the time. And it was. I mean, it, it, here's the thing: with the tools they have, it's gorgeous. Like, I, I don't know if it would have been gorgeous at the time, but I think that you know. The, they do a lot with the tools that they have. So you, you, there are these jumping puzzles called vistas, and and when you get to them, there's this button that you press, kind of like in uh, Assassin's Creed when you get to the top of a tower, and you, you know, you kind of, it gives you a visual tour around that spot. And there's some really mm -hmm. nice images there. Now, again, it's old school graphics, so it's not going to look stunning by today's standards, but uh, I still think it's pretty to look at. So uh, for whatever it's worth, I, I really enjoy the game. It's relaxing, uh, but there is a story that you go through. And at a certain point, you know, you start from, there's like six races. There's humans, there's the Silvari, there's Norn, which are like big, bulky, you know, kind of human-ish. Uh, and then there's these like cat-like things. And then there's another one I can't remember. Oh, yeah, these, these little tiny people uh, who are, like, scientists and stuff. And um, so, yeah, I'm playing through the Silvari because it's a, you know, I haven't done them before. I did a human last time I had a character run through. But, uh, yeah, and then you get to level 80 is your max level for your character. And then you unlock all this other content. There's these dungeons, and they're called fractals, these other dungeons. And you can get a group of people together and go through those. Uh, but I tend to play solo, so I don't know if I'll ever even do those. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. Uh, Guild Wars 2 is just a really fun game. There's a lot of content. The people are really friendly on there. And uh, Do you always play solo, Duke? I tend to... Now, here's the thing. I joined a group called Remnants of Hope once upon a time because I was like, I'll see if I can find people. Here's the thing. Look, and this is true about veteran gamers too when we have like play dates and stuff. Having a time to meet up with people, become it doesn't matter when it is. It doesn't matter. Even in the summer, there's a part of me that's just like, oh, I have something on my calendar. You know what I mean? It's just You don't want to be told when to play games. Exactly. And so what I want is a group a of people man to tell you, I want a group of people to always be there when I'm ready, but I don't have to do anything to meet their schedule. Yeah. Right. Which is ridiculous. That's not how it works. Uh, yeah. Dan used to play Guild Wars too. So which, what was your favorite race, Dan? Anyway, what's um, your favorite race, Dan? <laughs> what's your preferred build? Uh, so <laughs> yeah, like I played, I joined remnants of hope. They tend to play at like eight or 9 PM my time. And like that's when the Duchess and I are gonna you know hang out and watch TV for a little bit before we go to bed, so it's it's this weird thing where you know I join the game. There's like ten people from this guild on there, 
And I'm like, hey, what's going on, people? And they're like, hey, what's up? And then like, that's it. That's the only interaction we have. Or if I have a question I can't answer through the wiki, then I'll just put it in the chat and they'll go, oh, I think you have to do this or that. But, you know, if you want to do a dungeon, you generally need five people, right? So I'll ask, hey, anybody feel like doing a dungeon? And sometimes people will. But the problem with dungeons in MMOs, and this is true about like raids in, or not raids, but like, I don't even know what they're called. In Destiny 2, there are things like this. Lots of games have them. You know, these are cool rights. Yeah, these adventures you do as a group, right? Generally speaking, if you don't know the group of people, if you're not playing it together as a group, the game, right? Um, The strangers that you team up with have done it before. So they yeah. know exactly where to go. They're moving through yeah. it very quickly. And I'm like, oh, here, let's find out what's going on in this dungeon. And they're like, I want to kill the baddies. No, so, there's, there's nothing in there. There's just uh, this loot. And then, yeah, yeah, they sort of know everything. Yeah, you and, want to and, open every box. Right. And I think you mentioned this, Jenny, one time when you're playing Far Cry with someone. It's like co-op can be fun. But, you know, it's it's you can't have a story experience when you're playing with other people. No. It's just... Yeah, so I don't think any game has really nailed that part of it yet in terms of, like, let's team up with the... I think, now, uh, like, uh, No Way Out or whatever it is, the two... Mm, yeah. you, like you Right, because you have and... to play that together. You have to do that yeah, story. Yeah, because that's, that's designed from the right. ground up to be playing. Right, exactly. Yeah, and that, like, yeah, it takes two. And, and, and these games, stuff. you know, like games like Guild Wars 2 have to give content that you could do solo, but then there's also content you have to do as a group. And that's fine. I'm not com- complaining. Um, one of the things that they do really well in Guild Wars 2 is where they do kind of meet in the middle. In other words, there's events that will happen just constantly around the world that you really can't do them by yourself. But people just in the area will just kind of, when they start happening, they'll just kind of show up. You know, and they'll, you don't have to formally unite and make a party or anything. It's just that people come together and they're like, okay, let's beat this bad guy or let's protect this caravan as it's going down the road or whatever it is. So that's kind of cool to see informal groupings. And occasionally you find someone who's sort of around your level and you might say, hey, why don't we team up for a little bit and then you can do some stuff together. But, um, you know, most of these games are designed to be played. I mean, Guild is in the name of the game, right? You're supposed to play it with other people. Uh, it's it's, it's just, the war of the guilds. Yeah, exactly. The second one. Again. Yeah. Again. Right. <laughs> uh, so, right. yeah. so yeah. Not much to Guild say about it. Too. It's just a lot of fun and very relaxing. That's well. It's about, it's about fun. It's about fun. See, you're not turning into Stu, Susie. If you were Stu, you'd say, I just don't get it. Why do you play this game every time? Oh, yeah. No. It's just bloody walking round. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> um, it's pretty fun. And it doesn't really yeah. matter. I mean, I think you posted something the other day about playing on easy. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I now play most games on easy yeah. because I just want the fun. I yeah. really don't want to be bothered Absolutely. with, you know, having to play the same bit over and over again because I keep getting wiped out. And it's always um, been arbitrary anyway. That's the thing that bugs me about it. People have this idea that, like, this is the medium level or difficult level is the way the game's supposed to be played. According to whom? And according to people whose lives are different from mine. You know, they may have different stress levels at work. They may not have kids or whatever it is. So there's no one difficulty level in a video game that is like the correct one. It's it's all what you're interested in. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it depends what you want out of the experience. If you want a challenge, right. um, I know there's lots of people who do think, right, I'm going to play it on like insane level. Right. Um, and because they do want that challenge and they yeah. do want to get all the points and all the achievements and Which everything like that, and that's great. But yeah. if you, you gain to relax, yeah, that's not a fun experience. Right. Um, and particularly from things like, um, 
you know accessibility mm-hmm. sure i know because i've got dyspraxia i mm. find it very difficult hand-eye coordination so right. some games are really hard and anybody who's playing games with me um where there's any kind of platforming and mm-hmm. have to jump will yeah. know that i am absolutely rubbish i cannot judge distances and mm. i just fall down all the time now that oh. would be something that a lot of people would find really easy yeah but that's a real challenge for me which i don't mind because right. that's part of the right. fun but sure. If I play it on insane, there's absolutely no way I could do it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, people are coming at it from different places, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I uh, I played a game uh, just today, Susan, that I would like to know more about, uh, and you would be the person to tell me. I played Slime Rancher Two. <gasps> I wouldn't. There you go. So that came. Very good. I I've never played a Slime Rancher game. It's so, so much fun. I had no idea what it was, right? I was like, I thought it was some sort of like 2D game where you like oh, farm slimes, man. Slimes or whatever. And then it's like a 3D first person shooter where you have to suck up these little slime blobs. Um, I, I, I didn't play it you very long, them. Susan. So, yeah. So you, yeah. So you, so you put them in a little box. And then they just sort of bob around a bit, and then they oh, shit they out poop. these. What do they call them? Plorts. Plorts. Yeah, they poop plorts, and you have to collect the poop. And yes. You basically sell the poop on the open market, and the price of the poop go, goes up and down. And um, but you've got to keep them happy as well because. Oh. Well, you feed them their favourite food. Like chicken. They... I fed them like live chickens, which well, I enjoyed. Yeah, but some of them are vegetarians, so they wouldn't like chicken. you got to give the right food to the right slimes. I do enjoy, like, stuffing them all in the same pen and just letting them suffer together. Yeah, but then what they do is they eat each other's poo, and then they, they then... Um, Morph. Turn into di- yeah, they turn into different slimes. And sometimes what you can do is you can get, if they morph too much, they can become evil. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yes. I really like that. Um, and they will eat all the other slime. So yeah, Good. you've got to be really careful with them because so, you know, got to keep them. So how do I? To them and... Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, but this how is Chinny I... we're talking to. He's a psychopath yeah, in true. every game he plays. Psychopath. Oh. I remember him in Minecraft. I'm Minecraft. Sure. Yeah. There you go. With the you go. You go to like Susan oh, of Minecraft, and it was this beautiful, <laughs> serene garden. Yeah, it was gorgeous. Lovely. And then you go to mine, and you go, Chinny, where's your farm? And it's like underground. Concrete, <laughs> underground, no light, yeah. no grass. Yeah. That's right. And, and all the cows just want to... Killing they're... them. All utilitarian. It was like, it was yeah. like mass chicken farming. And I was yes. just traumatised completely. You've got, to, you've got to balance it, though. So you can't have what you've got without what I've... You know, it's... But like... here's the thing. that The reason there are factory farms in the world is because they're trying to make money. Chinny's not even making money off of this. No, no. he wasn't. Yeah. He was just collecting, like... Bits of chicken. Um, yeah. I'm not Same reason he wanted just... to have uh, a statue of himself made out of yeah, diamonds. The statue yeah. Of Chinity. yeah. Chinity. Oh, I missed that statue. Oh, that's, that, that's still somewhere, isn't it? Surely. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we sidelined it for a bit. Um, we can bring so, it back. Yeah. Um, we can bring it back. So Phil did, um, because you have to pay sort of every month for the, yeah. um, for the realm. 
Um, so yeah, it just goes into archive, and then when we're we're all ready to jump back on again, because it yeah. just got a bit that there weren't many people on it. So rather than pay every month, we just thought, right, we'll just stick it in archive for a bit, and then. When it's we... one of those games though that you get waves. You get like, oh, I feel like playing it again. Now. You know, yeah. So. Man, I've got a Minecraft, and then everybody jumps on for a bit, and then everybody gets bored and moves on to something. Yeah, else. it lasts about two months, and then yep. you know. Like, but, but right. I, I think the original kind of G4T realm that way way back when, um, yes, that was a bit like that, wasn't it? Everybody yeah. went mm -hmm. crazy for a bit, and then it stopped, and then it went yep. crazy again. And yeah, Valheim, same thing. Valheim, yeah. Somebody mentioned Valheim. Sean Thiel in the chat says, "It's just... I know he's he's talking about graphics, yeah. saying they don't mean much because right. Guild Wars Two. Yeah, still yeah. playing Valheim every day, and it's coming to Game Pass. So if you never played Valheim, here's your chance. I've never played Valheim. Hey, here's your chance. I remember playing it like we us like us like us three on the show. Did we played it, didn't we? And I was, you know, we were like rubbing sticks and like hunting goats, and then I jump in with the SEAL team uh, server, and they've got like a working like water mill and you know like the iron age and i'm like yeah, oh my yeah, god right. this is nuts yeah um because that's the difference anyway. in minecraft you won't have people going to those kinds of advancements because no, it's all no. you know one age yeah, well i mean our, our realm i walk around our realm and there's people doing like amazing things and i'm yeah. just about managing to collect a few cows yeah right. people flying around just yeah, like flying out of my like, statue yeah you know yeah, you, you go out one day and come back the following day and there's like an amazing kind of structure that's been yeah. built yeah. sometimes um, stones, and you're like oh. So yeah. yeah, some people really, really good, and they know exactly what. To... I've read a few Minecraft books lately, actually. So oh, that next time I'm going to be interesting. Yeah, it's a it's a kind of like a momentum, isn't it? If people sort of go, oh, I want to play Minecraft again, like us talking about it now could start. You never know when it yeah. could start, hey, but it just um, shows up. If enough people right. on the Discord servers like I could get into Minecraft for another month, then you know, like I'll pay for it for a month, or somebody will sub it for a month. I'm sure. Yeah, and, that's uh, what we do. We just kind of split it between us and everything. Yeah. Some pay for a month and then somebody pay yeah. for another month it's only like it's seven quid or something it. it's his realm so yeah yeah, yeah i'm sure he'd turn it on um yes but anyway back to slime Rancher 2 so i was i was kind of interested in it too there's there's reading in it which i didn't really like so i skipped all that and <laughs> and then um, i was like what's the story behind this game i don't know what it's about so, no i didn't I care so 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 the aim of the game is to what What's the name of the game? Ranch Slimes. A, yeah, it's a ranch slime. So it's a bit like a kind of a farming game, but mm. you ranch different slimes and then there's different areas that you can unlock and, um, you know, you have to find maybe how to kind of trigger a slime to release something that will help you unlock something. Um, and you may trade with other slime ranchers. Um, I've not played Slime Rancher 2, but I'm basing this on Slime Rancher, the original. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, and you may catch a slime and then find that it, its favourite food is this particular type of vegetable or fruit. How do you know it's what its favourite food is? It kind of tells you. How does it? Yeah, when you when you kind oh, of click yeah. on it, it'll say. Um, but then you can also build like bigger and better corrals for them, and you know, some of them are um, nighttime slimes, so they don't like the daylight. Oh, okay. So you have to build sort of dark corrals or put them in a cave, and some All of them. Right. Are see so they'll bounce out if you're not careful i am i am going off it a bit because i have to be nice to them i like the idea of being mean to them you know there, there are games where you can when be mean they're, to when they're happy them. slimes they sing yes don't you well it, it's a question though is there any way maybe a mod that chinny could torture them into singing because that would be yes. right up chinny's alley 
Uh, there is a game called Cult of the Lamb, isn't there? Which is yeah, a yeah, very popular game where that, yeah. where you have to like build a cult. I think that's more my thing, isn't it, really? Because <laughs> you have listeners to who are new to the show, can you guess if Chinny saved the town of Megaton in Fallout Three or blew up the town of Megaton? <laughs> right. I bet you won't be able to tell. Recently. I remember when that little kid ran up to me in Megaton going, are you going to save us from all the bad people in the game? I was like, I'm going to blow you up. I am the people. I am the one who knocks. I am the bad person. (laughs) Yeah, 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 that's right. And uh, yeah, so I I mean, what I like about Slime Rancher 2 is that it it was sort of like unfolding before my eyes of like, oh, okay, I can do this. I can do that. And it it all seemed pretty intuitive. So... When when you say, "Oh, how do I know who, what slimes like what particular food?" I imagine this is one of those games where you play it long enough and you start learning like little things of like, "Oh, that's what that means. That's what that means," and yeah, start getting it. Might so there have been a quite... tutorial that you skipped? You can just like run in and shoot. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's definitely a, a gradual game, and and the more you get into it, the more fun it is. Yeah. Um, and the more you intrigued you start getting about, well, how do I find this and where's that? Oh, there is a Slimepedia. I did I did yes. see that, and that go. tells you where where all the diets are. Slimepedia. But yeah, yeah, they're so cute, and and I love it when they sing. It just. Yeah, it does remind me of Pikmin quite a bit, actually, because I love Pikmin. Um, uh, now, what is it? See, Pikmin is also kind of a wholesome game, but you don't want to torture yes. your Pikmins. What is it about that game? Well, that you do. No, but the, you do oh, okay, constantly because fair you enough. you constantly just throw them into battle. Going, <laughs> okay. I ain't doing that. <laughs> Fucking you do it. You okay. know, that's that's what you do. So you're so lovely. You really yeah. are. I know exactly what Tara sees in you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that. You do it, you little you plant. Um, so yeah, they've um. They've announced Pikmin 4 as well, which I'm very Ooh, pleased about because okay. uh, I just finished Pikmin 3. Um, so, yeah, and, and Pikmin's one of those franchises that Nintendo sort of don't really look after that well. They sort of they poop one out every now and again, and, and it's very quiet. It's not like a big Nintendo release. So um, I'm very pleased that... It's not their Pikmin's flagship been... title, but, you know, enough no. people like it. They keep coming out with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that I, I feel like as long as Nintendo like their, their own franchises, they'll still come out. Which is probably why, like, we never got a Metroid for ages because I don't think they they didn't even make it, did they? So, whatever. Uh, yes, so I'm I'm enjoying it, Susan. I, I have to say, I I do I did quite like it. I, I'm just joking about how mean I'm being. I I can see some potential in it. I only played it for like twenty minutes because I wanted to something to talk about. And I know Slime Rancher One is such a sort of like cult hit that a lot of people play. And people love it. It's just about to drop off Game Pass. Yeah, well, that's why I thought I'll give two a go because that was just added. And I think it's like sort of like game preview, so it's not quite finished or anything like that. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, So maybe next week I'll I'll play more of it. I'm I'm intrigued. I'll say that much about it. What what happens, you know, when they poop out those little diamonds, right? When I put it into that machine, what does that do? It sells them. So that's how you get more money. Right. Is that that's, like, money? that's like trading gilts or whatever on, the, on right. the stock market. And the price goes up and down. And you can eventually get a storage where you can put them in there. So, you know, you've got lots of little pink poos. You can put them in the, in the storage and save yeah. them until the price goes up and then sell them all on. 
Why would the price go up or down? Just lack of like you have a like. Market, yeah, so you know people want lots of pink because you know somebody on Instagram said, "Hey, you know everybody wants pink these days." Right. Um, so, yeah, whatever. Influencer said. Right. Okay. So, Funny. Yeah, so why do any stock prices go up or down? I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, why do true. any stock there prices go. go up or down? It's all a big casino. Uh, posh gambling is what I call it. Anyway, yeah, I said, uh, Susan, have you played anything else? I've got a few kind of on the go, but I haven't played particularly any. Go on, what's what's your, what's your on the go stuff? I started as Dusk Falls. Oh, yes. Yeah, I started yeah. that a, a few weeks, but I think when it first came out on Game Pass, actually, and I've played, I think, the first kind of chapter. But yeah, yeah. that's right up my street. But I haven't got the concentration at the moment, so um, I mm. played something else. It is. It is. You can't play it in chunk. Yeah, it is a bit at a time, so which I quite like. So yeah, um, so yeah, and I was looking forward to that because when it was announced, I think it was you know whatever Xboxy thingy, and they had like a yeah, and I was like, oh, that looks really good. I really like it. Does yeah, and it does actually bear out um, because when I've played it, I thought, oh yeah, and it's quite. I think you've talked about it before. It's kind of a weird visual presentation. Yes. where you've got kind of the background and you've got this kind of comic-y almost like a graphic novel isn't it yeah um yeah. So, uh, well weird i think i think it's an an elegant solution to making these games quickly mm. uh i assume that it's quicker than you know look fully making a 3d character move around and animate so uh yeah if they can like stick to this style and then just keep knocking them out and just adding to the story because this Unfortunately, as does falls is like it doesn't finish completing the story. There's there's like a bit of a, a thing at the end as well. So like you know there's more coming. So um, yeah, if if they can like keep momentum because the problem with these games is that they need momentum. They need you to be excited for the next one. And what Walking Dead failed to do was like oh no one cares about the next episode now because. It's it was so long ago or whatever. So, for the next season. So yeah, it's a, it's it's a good effort though, Susan. I, I I don't usually like these types of games, but I did like this one. I thought yeah, it was good. I, I've, I'm liking it so far, and I really like The Walking Dead. But I only played the first season, and probably for that reason, it was there was too long a gap between the first yeah. one and the second one. So I think I just kind of yeah, whatever. You stop caring, don't you? Correct. Um, whereas Correct. you were caring a lot during it, and it was all a bit emotional. Well, it's like it's like TV shows though, when like they bring someone back, and you're like, I don't, I don't remember them. I don't remember. Them. That was two years ago. I can't remember. He's anything. got a heartbreaking to go decision to, to make about whether his best friend lives or dies. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. And, lot of that. Yeah, and yeah. also sometimes you like whether you live or die. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah uh okay uh, what and um, what else uh susan what else have you been playing apart from um, as does for i think i don't to be fair i haven't really played much more than i've got a load that i've kind of started and want to carry on with but then i keep zipping around like i say like a complete trollop so um but i've played um mobile games i've found out Ooh. which i didn't know that netflix has got games yes i still play. haven't tried those yeah i've never touched them and yet. i was i only knew this the other week and i was like i've had netflix for centuries how did i not know this they kept yeah. it really quiet yeah really did you quiet. did you play but any of them have you given them there. a shot yeah, I have. Um, Are they good? Like the the thing that more I worry about is like the control response because if it's streaming, 
You know what I mean? Like, is it going to respond quickly? No, I mean, these are like proper mobile games. Okay. They're not like streaming. Yeah, um, okay, I got you. So it's not like playing, um, you know, like cloud gaming. Where yeah, you're yeah. So it, you, get, you download something to your device or yeah. whatever. Yeah, okay, so it's gotcha. just like a normal mobile game. Okay. So I, there's there's one that's like a, a normal kind of match three game mm-hmm. that I play a lot, and that's yeah. called Knittens. Cool. Um, and, of course, it's got a cat in it, um, and you put different outfits on the cat, which you knit. Um, it's got Mahjong nice. Solitaire on it. Yes, hey. that's pretty good. And there's a Stranger Things version of it, which so Dude. you have little Stranger Things type tiles. Um, so I played that with Bowling Ballers, which I is. I just saw that one. Pretty, I love that one. I'm completely addicted to that one. Um, which you just sort of. And you can use your finger to kind of guide the bowling ball and, and jump over objects or hit objects and. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh, you got to download the Netflix. No, you just yeah download. Yeah, oh, you just takes you to a link to the actual app on the App Store. Yeah. So um, yeah. or you can I think you can go into the App Store and just put like Netflix in, and it'll it'll right. come up, um as the developer. Yeah. So, yeah, I played quite a few of those, and they're pretty cool. And the other thing is, is um, you know, like normally if you sort of download a game off the mobile um, a mobile app store yes. there's always the option to kind of pay and yeah you know, yeah you're limited to how many goes you can get or you know otherwise you have to pay and then it runs out of time and so you yeah. don't have that which That's brilliant. i love so you can just go crazy and play mittens until you drop dead um or so i've both. just downloaded the bowling game i just. love the bowling game a lot I'm playing it live. It's very addictive. But it was very easy to do. Yeah, really. And I'm amazed because I've ne- it was somebody else that told me about it. I don't actually think it was on our Discord. It was on a, another Discord that I happened to be a, happened to be a member of. I'm not going to be. Um, but, yeah, somebody else mentioned it. Um, and I thought, what? I don't know about that. I knew about Prime Gaming. Sorry. Yeah. I um, knew about that. But, no, never heard of Netflix gaming. But, yeah, mobile games. Yeah, I think we yeah, once talked about it. System. We talked about it on the show and then said, oh, we're going to play them, and then we never did, which is, that sounds like us, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So. Um, but yeah, but I true. wouldn't have to do anything to get those, well, so if, I should get them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you've got Netflix. Well, I'm playing this bowling. It's a big bowling... investment of time to do uh, Game Pass, but I'm just lazy. I'm playing this this bowling game now. So this bowling game is kind of like an infinite runner, but you're a bowling ball. You're a bowling ball. Okay. But it, it's, you know what I like about it is like the polish. Mm. It's polished. It's like maybe like the Netflix games are kind of like a quality assurance. They're not going to have like, crap on their service, man. No. Unlike the because, movies that they make or their original movies tend to be pretty weak, but. Yeah. 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 No. And like I say, there's no kind of, um, you don't have to pay any money for them. Um, there's no kind of, oh, well, if you want to go to the next level, you're going to have to pay whatever, or you yeah, want to pay yeah. for more. You'd have to see a little ad between levels. Yeah, yeah, there's right. no ads or anything. It's yeah. really good. I'm now, really, really Susan, enjoying it. do us a favor and just say, just play it. Everybody should just play it. There's just, no reason just, not to yeah. play it. Just, there you go. If you've got to play it, just play it. Now right, play you're turning into stew. There we go. I am turning into stew. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's yeah, more people we could turn into. That's good, that is. That's good, that is, Susan. I like that. Well, there yeah. you go. Aren't you glad I came on now? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna way. download a few of those. Yeah, mm. just now and again. I just can't, I a little... can't think that knittens is is your thing. 
Um, you, you never know what's going to click with Chinny. Maybe he'll no, come back next week and be like, I can't get enough of outfits mittens. for your cats. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like a match three thing. And, uh, I like yeah. match three enough. Yeah, I like match three. I don't mind match three. Mm. I just don't. Yeah, like I, I don't really play mobile games very much because I don't really like games that try to be more than just a mobile game. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like they, they overreach it a bit, and when they try and be like some sort of triple A thing, or mm. I like a mobile game to be like this quick little look. I just played that little bowling thing. I put it down. I forget so you've about got it. Five like, minutes back. You just yeah. Like, game, I, yeah. I don't want. That's why I like balls because balls is just like you just play it and you're done and. It saves your progress and balls, you move on. Balls, balls, balls. So I, I don't I like I like my mobile games to be just quick and simple and nothing yeah. too easy in, to start. Easy to I, yeah, I don't have to invest a lot of. Yeah, because if you wanted to to really concentrate on a game, you'd play it on a console or a yeah. PC, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, and if you have time, that's the other thing. Like, if you're riding a bus for an hour a day, okay, I can see mobile gaming being useful. But, like, for me, yeah, if I have the time to play a game, like, yeah, I'm just going to sit in front of the PC or whatever. So, And if I do that, like you say, if I'm at a hotel or something, I'll take my Switch. Do you know what I mean? Right, I won't sure, play exactly. on my that's, phone. And that's Unless the thing like with mobiles, really right? Most people who are going to play games for extended periods of time, not in front of a console or PC, are going to buy a console just for that, like a handheld of some yeah. kind. Like a so mobile developers are in a really Steam Deck, spot. which is what Stu's doing now. There you go. Yeah. Yep. He's, he's maxing out his Steam Deck. He loves it. Should we talk about a little news, or does anyone else have any other games? I've got, I've got another game that I've okay, played. Okay, Chinny's got one more. Uh, it's called Spider Heck. Oh, Spider -heck. I saw that, Spider and I thought, oh, I, just the name of it. I've yeah. never heard of this. So this is... Heck. Spider Hack uh, is um, it's kind of like Smash Brothers, so oh. like a two D brawler, okay. but you're a spider, mm -hmm. and you can pick up like crossbows and lightsabers and stuff. I gotcha, I gotcha. And it's a is kind this on, of is you it on have, console. It's on the Xbox Game Pass thing. Okay. It's probably on PC as well. Okay. So yeah, it's like just a two D brawler. You're mm -hmm. a spider. You can customize right. your spider. You can wear like a little cowboy hat and all that yeah. sort of stuff. You collect little weapons, so crossbows, bazookas, rocket launchers, and lightsabers. The cool thing you can do as well with the lightsabers is that you can, you can, th you can throw all your weapons, but you yeah. can also Jedi mine them back Ooh, a little bit. Okay. And you can do like rope swings. Well, look, silk swings, I suppose. Like kind of like in Worms, where you do like the rope yeah, yeah, maneuvers right. and stuff. Sure. And then some of the different levels are like in zero G. So like this level here on mm. the screen is in zero G. So, so you, you don't sort have gravity of... helping you so much. So it's kind of it's it's very it's a lot of fun. It is fun. Mm, yeah. Uh, it's very chaotic. Yeah. Sure. Um, it would be fun with a couple people that you know. Yeah. I was just playing with a bunch of randos because it's all online yeah. sort of matches and stuff like sure. that. Um, Tara's here. Susan's on the show. Hey, like. Tara. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. So, so Chinny, uh, would you say that at some point did you did someone say this about your your character or someone else in the game? But, but she's got a new hat. <laughs> Was there that? Yeah, there's definitely uh, hats. Yeah, no. there's definitely uh, yeah. spiders with different hats. It's it's pretty chaotic, but it's also like some of it's just down to dumb luck. Do you know uh -huh. what I mean? It's down to just like. Well, sometimes that makes absolute... a game a lot more fun, is if you just get lucky. Yeah, you, so yeah. it's all right. I think it would be fun if you know we jumped in like mm -hmm. and had a game ourselves. Yeah. It doesn't have a lot of staying power mm, in terms not of, a lot like, of depth. No, it's not like Rocket League where, <laughs> you know, when Rocket League came out, 
I was obsessed with it and I was like, yeah. I just want to play it. Right. Whereas this, you are leaving, I know there's a bit of luck in Rocket League sometimes, but you are yeah. leaving a lot to Lady Luck and, right, and, right. and just hoping for the best sometimes. Yeah, sure. Um, and enjoying the match so, so yeah, everything it's... flying around. Yeah, it's but it's good though. It's 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 fun. Like just like a stupid little two D brawler spider game. I never would have put it together. Yeah. Who'd have thought it? But uh, there you are. That's two uh, D. So it's not bad. Um, I probably won't play it again unless like oh we've got three people ready to go. Mm, so you want to be the right. fourth and I'll play it. This, um, it's kind of like uh, Among Us in that regard. Like it's much more fun when you have people you know. Absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Cool. Uh, Matt Weston, the chances. Have you ever thought about creating your own game? No. I have. I thought that because there's that RPG maker. I know it may not have been asked to me, but whatever. Um, you know, I've always thought like I wonder if I could come up because I always complain about the stories in RPGs. I love Skyrim, but the story is fucking stupid. Witcher Three is yeah. known for its amazing story. Eh, dude beat his wife almost to death, but he had good reasons, man. Like whatever. Uh, I, I wonder if I could make a good RPG with a story. I, I, I don't yeah. know that I would, but I've thought about like trying to give that Well, it's aside. just another platform for a story, isn't it, for you? Yeah, so. but on the other hand, like there's the gameplay element that has to be fun as well. So I when yes. I when if I'm writing a book, I can just tell the story in that book or if I'm, you know, doing whatever. But with you games, You need an excuse for hundreds of people to die. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is what they need in video games. Yeah. Uh, Susan, Susan have you ever thought game? about making a game no i haven't no. um because yeah i i know it's just I, i'm I, not i'm not that that creatively talented in that way i thought i have i have thought about making a game in dreams which is which is a game about making games yeah it's a platform i wanted to make a, games kind of. a walking simulator in dreams because i hate walking simulators <laughs> so for matt western might not know what walking simulators are so walking simulators are basically games that tell a story by and you just sort of walk through and you read yeah. things and or get a story told to you and occasionally uh, there's a lo little bit of a puzzle or something you solve here yeah something like that but like it's really really dear esther back. is the worst game ever made and yeah it's just you walking through and just reading things it would have been if i wasn't gnashing my teeth into dust um so i thought about making like a comedy walking simulator at some point but um yeah, I don't know. Because in Dreams, you can also download things that other people have made as well. Yeah. So you could, I could just download assets and create the game that I want rather than trying you to You wouldn't make have to spend thing. nearly as much time developing the game. You could just. No. Develop, yeah. Develop uh, so I've thought about that. I've yeah. thought about that. So that's what we've been playing. What, uh, one more question, though, Sean Thiel asked in the chat Are you still playing Simpsons oh, no. Tapped Out? I'm not. No, no. I. The game got too big. Uh, like. I, I it just installs more and more stuff. Mm. So is it just size that's an issue, or you just found it cumbersome to load and to keep track? of No, it it's size. It's yeah, it's size that's the issue. Like, it's gotcha. like, I mean, I don't have a lot of memory on my phone. Mm. I am probably getting a new phone yeah. this year. Uh, but yeah, I was just like, oh my god, like it, it keeps updating, it keeps doing this, and I sort of fell out of love with it a little mm. bit. But I've still got a login and a password, and it remembers what your city looks like. So. Yeah. It's always there. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's always there. So, sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I might go back to it. But, yeah. yeah. All right. So should we talk about some gaming news? Do we have gaming news? We, I have several gaming news articles to talk about. Oh so but first, <gasps> Chinny, I hate to do this, but you said with regard to that spider 
combat game that you have a little what weapon that you can fling around and then you can i think you said jedi mind it back to you uh no jedi mind tricks are when you dissuade people from thinking a certain way and the jedi power to use the force to pull your lightsaber toward you for instance is different from jedi mind tricks boy i really hope somebody got fired for that blunder so i hope you get fired for that blunder all right let's talk about some gaming face doesn't he look he's he's devastated he can't believe he made such a (laughs) foolish mistake i'll just say it i'll just let me just say this star wars is dumb right let's shut up you freaking nerds How many times has this happened to you? You're playing Portal, you're loving it, it's it's you know never gets old as a video game, but you think to yourself, what if the graphics were better? Well, Chinny, now you you said looks too. If you no, this is Stu. There's a game coming up that's gonna have new graphics. Guess what game I'm talking about? Yeah, GTA. No, guess again. Uh, oh, the Witcher. Oh. No, guess again. No, you're never gonna get it. Oh, just tell me, Stu. Portal. Me, Stu. Uh, in, in the show notes under news, I put Portal RTX because uh, oh, right, okay. there's visuals to go with this. So Why from Polygon, organized Portal fans will be able to see the test chambers of Aperture Science in a whole new light this fall when Nvidia releases Portal with RTX, an updated version of the classic first-person platformer that brings ray-traced graphics to the game. Announced by the CEO during his keynote on Tuesday, it reimagines the classic game's graphics with full ray tracing and blah, blah, blah. Who cares? So the game's going to be exactly the same, but it'll look shinier and neat. Uh, Indirect lighting and global illumination. Light scattering through volumetric effects such as fog and smoke. Yada, yada, yada. You know how old uh, Paul is this year? Um, 15 years old? 15 years old, same age as Halo 3, Assassin's Creed 1, wow. Call of Duty 4. I don't know, how old? So, yeah, 15 years, 15 years. It is 15, wow, I got it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it will be free as a free downloadable content for people who already own the original Porta, Portal. Uh, My Portal? Time in Portal, ooh, that would be a good crossover. Oh, look at that. <laughs> yeah. Presumably, this refers only to those who have a copy on Steam. NVIDIA's blog links to Steam listing for Portal with RTX. So you can put it on who your wish list. Who doesn't have a copy of Portal on I Steam? I know, right? Ah. It's, they give it away with, you know, your free new account. Uh, yeah. Yada, yada, yada. So anyway, that's all there is to say about it. There's more, but there's no point in continuing to read. Lovely. It's just a thing coming out that it'll make Aperture Science look a little nicer. So. It does look nicer, to yeah, be fair. It, it does, you know, but it was. Why do they do this? I don't understand. There's was something else that came. Nvidia is trying to show off its graphics capabilities. Yes. Oh, I think that's all no. it is, really. That's that makes it's marketing. It's yeah, marketing. We're saying the name of their company now, so. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. But it's also a good I mean, reason it, it to is, play why, Portal why again. Just re- like, replay a, a, yeah, to yeah. make it look prettier. Right. Like, The Last of Us got remastered and then remade, oh. right? Yeah. And this is 15 years old, so this probably justifies. A right, bit of this a, is going to look significantly a bit of a different, facelift. right, compared to other yeah. games. And there's, you know, yeah. uh, to be fair, like on the website, there's this, you know, one of those sliders that shows you what it looks like in the original, and then it, what it looks like with RTX, and yeah, everything shinier yeah. and neater, and the gameplay will be the same, but That's obviously, but you know, it's kind of cool. But I, the, the thing is, like Portal's art style is so. Uh, good yeah. that it actually doesn't age that badly anyway. No, yeah, so. I, was that. I never thought of it as being not particularly good to look at. No. Yeah, it still it still Agreed. looks great. So. Yeah. Uh, next story: Diablo Four closed beta coming soon. 
Um, mm. Some people may know that there is this uh, Diablo Immortal, which is a pay-to-win game. Or not necessarily pay-to-win, but they certainly hit you with the microtransactions hard. But Diablo 4 is going to be uh, a new whole game. Immortal is not, you know, it's... it's 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 here and there. It's free to play and it's you know cho- it's kind of choppy. Not nearly as much of a story. Uh, so anyway, uh, Diablo Four de- also from Polygon. Diablo Four developer Blizzard Entertainment will host a closed beta for its new action role playing game. Uh, it announced Monday the confidential closed beta test will be playable in 2022 on PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five, Windows PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. And then there will be a public testing phase open to all, slated for early 2023. So, if you like Diablo, um, yeah, I've watch never played that. a Diablo game. You've never, never. played a Diablo game? Really cool. Have you ever played yeah, a Diablo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was um, crazy into the first one. The first one came out. It was it was it was a, an amazing kind of game when it first came out. There was, you know, it was kind of like Gauntlet, but it was a bigger world and there were dungeons that you could explore and it it felt really creepy and claustrophobic. Um, I played some of Diablo 3, but it felt at a certain point like just going through the motions. I never really felt interested in the story or anything. So I think I played Diablo two. Um, and I seem to remember it was one of the few games that my half played because he's not really massively into games. And, Mm. you know, he tends to just play. Um, he doesn't tend to, um, even play that now. Mm. Um, there's a couple of games that he's liked over the years, but Diablo two was one of them. And we used to fight over who was going to play it. Wow. Uh, Interesting. You had one PC and it was like, it's my go, it's my go, it's my go. (laughs) Um, So yeah, Diablo two. And then uh, I played Diablo three, which Mm -hmm. was, which was pretty cool. Yeah. There's something kind of sweet about a couple fighting over whose turn it is to play the video game because that's <laughs> not nearly that. as likely to happen now because, you know, so many games are co-op and, you know, each person is likely to have their own yeah, little gaming station. But, but it, it reminded me of, like, um, uh, when we were kids and we had, like, one Rubik's Cube. Right. Uh, and me and me and my brother, me yeah. and our kids used to fight yeah, over who was going to get the Rubik's Cube. Yeah, so. my brother and I do that as well. With the Intellivision. Mm-hmm. All right, um, the Taliban is banning PUBG. There's a section you never thought you'd hear. <laughs> right, I know, right? This is crazy. Right? That's a bit uh, specific. Yeah, Finally. This, is, this is from Boing Boing. Um, they, I, I think they see sense, you know. They should the just ban that game. thing ever. Uh, the Taliban, who have brutally reasserted control over Afghanistan after America left the region in 2021, have deemed certain video games too violent for children under their rule. Um, oh, this even quote, though they train them to hold machine guns and I know, like right? That. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's for moral purity they're fighting for. But and so these games are going to corrupt their moral purity. They're not um, fighting for any reason in PUBG. Uh, anyway, this is apparently they are chicken dinner, <laughs> which is something a lot of people in Afghanistan would love to have. I'm sure. Ah, yeah, people are it. starving there. Anyway, uh, here's the. I guess this is a translation of a tweet. Uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds is arguably the battle royale that juggernauts like Fortnite and Apex Legends were born from, but there are parts of the world where you're not even allowed to play it. Afghanistan will soon join that list. The Taliban, which took power in last year, has confirmed it plans to implement a nationwide ban on both PUBG and TikTok. Uh, this comes courtesy of nice. a report in the Comma Press. Uh, quote, TikTok must be banned within a month time from now and PUBG should be banned within the next 90 days. So I don't know why they're giving PUBG more time. I guess maybe some of the senior I, I, maybe Maybe they're Fortnite fans. Uh, it could be. You know what I mean? Why we specifically can't get... PUBG? Because there's maybe, a lot maybe of they, you know, Maybe the guy who, who's 
in charge of uh, banning things. Yeah. <laughs> he had a bad experience he... on PUBG <laughs> and was like, you know, you know but what? then why not Fuck ban PUBG. it right away? Like if TikTok has to go away within a month, why does PUBG get ninety days? That's what I'm wondering. I think one of the senior commanders is really into PUBG, and he's like, "Oh, this is bad for kids." But God, I really want to get that solo oh, chicken I dinner. It. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So anyway, that's kind of weird. Um, I don't disagree with the TikTok. I'd have to move though because <laughs> I am addicted to TikTok. But oh, TikTok! That that is a rabbit hole. I am a really? I am, hole. I am addicted to it, but I know why somebody would want to ban that. That's yeah. <laughs> oh well. Do you know why people? Uh, how people are cheating in chess? Did you hear about this big chess cheating scandal? Chess cheating scandal. Yeah, this is a big thing. We cover all the video games. Yeah, yeah we do. And this isn't really about Even video the original games, but ones. I, I'm just fascinated by this story. So here's the basic okay. overview. Uh, on Monday of this past week, reigning ch world chess champion Magnus Carlsen made just one move against his opponent, the American Grandmaster Hans Niemann, and then resigned, sending the chess world into a panic about a growing scandal with seemingly no resolution. Skipping down into the article, this is the thing most people have commented on because it's the most scandalous it's going to get people's eyeballs uh but it's also something that is pure speculation here's the quote from halfway through this article in the absence of clear proof of what exactly happened or whether someone even cheated or not uh the back and forth has inspired all sorts of theories about if neiman cheated or if carlson is just being paranoid after losing theories have also bloomed about how neiman could have cheated Given Neiman's willingness to play naked, some even joked that Neiman had discovered and stolen Carlson's method of cheating using anal beads to receive outside communication. What? So if you thought that there was a day we were going to get through one week of the podcast without mentioning anal beads gaming, <laughs> this isn't it. And it wasn't, it wasn't me this week. How, how do you... Uh, how? How? I, no. So apparently, no. yeah, like from what I can gather, and I've read like five articles about this over the week. Like, sure, yeah. <laughs> but not actually experimented myself. I, I, I don't know. I, I, how am I supposed to know? I don't know. I've read. Yeah, I've read. <laughs> so I've heard. Uh, uh, there are certain devices that can be inserted into the human behind, bottom, tush, uh, that will vibrate a certain way to indicate this piece a certain way to indicate that piece and then a different way to oh, indicate where it might move or something so wow. so there could be somebody on the other end Isn't of the that device the guy one who wants to be a millionaire yeah exactly uh buzz three times for c but so apparently the, the thinking is that somebody might be watching the match somewhere else and they put the game into deep blue or some other software right and then yeah. the computer says here's the best move and then he communicates that move to the person with his anal intrusion oh i know where i want to play just, yeah he's very excited about playing this game so crackers I don't know if that person actually has cheated that way before, but that's what people are talking about. So, if can you we love name chess, the show I know chess. Can we? Can yeah. we name it? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I mean, that, you know, it could attract a whole new audience. Yeah. You could. I mean, yeah. if anal is a problem, you might just put chess in your butt or chess up your butt yeah. or something like that. There's ways yeah. around the censorship bits. Boom chess. All right. This is, chess, uh, this yeah. is, I thought this is a pretty interesting idea, so I'm curious <laughs> to know y'all's take on it. The headline is, and this is from artnet.com, uh, can tattoos be reproduced in video games without an artist's permission? 
Oh, on, this debate. An Ohio yes. jury will soon decide. Have you heard of this before, Jenny? I've never heard so, of this. So this 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 came about with David Beckham. So okay. David Beckham has David a lot of, he, Yeah, David Beckham. <laughs> so David Beckham's tattoos are used to be quite a big topic. So yeah. what he would have and a lot of people would copy him because yeah. people idolized David Beckham. Right. So a new tattoo from David Beckham was always a big thing and he would have it at a specific place in New York and Miami and all sorts of stuff. Um, so then to use his tattoos in FIFA was a problem. So then they would have to get permission from the artist. I, um, I, I think getting, getting the, the purse string, getting them, get the, the wallet out is a bit strong. I think acknowledgement is probably the best answer, but you know, it is a person's work. Yeah. And, but and like, a person's but then you could argue like. Well, what what is he really losing? He got paid for the job, right? You know, right? Like somebody gets paid and he's getting to paid, design. He like it's going on someone that gets seen a lot. So yeah. your profile is rising just by the fact that he the person's playing the yeah. sport. It's it's, it's people wanting money is is essentially yeah. what it is, and and it's like how far down do you go? I mean, there's the thing with the Eiffel Terror. If you take a right. video image of the Eiffel Terror in the day, that's fine. But if you do it at night. Yeah, when it's sparkling every hour, yeah. that's a work of art, and you can't. That, this is a thing on licensed. Wikipedia too. Like photographs of buildings, in some cases, are like copyrighted materials. You can't use them on Wikipedia. Yeah, you have to have public yeah. domain images and stuff. Even if you yeah. picture yourself. Well, yeah, so but again? it depends on if you take the picture yourself, you own the rights to it. But the, if the if the not, it's probably not buildings. It's not like monuments and stuff. Like that might be copyrighted. Um, material like if you took a picture of the Mona Lisa, you can't use that on Wikipedia. Well, you can because that's old. But if you took a painting that came out last week, right? You took a picture of a Banksy, that's a copyrighted picture that someone owns, maybe. Um, so you but, can't it's, just but put I, that I on think Wikipedia. it's also like if you're commercially making something. Well, as well, but Wikipedia always wants to make sure that everything that they use is actually in the public domain and not just claiming fair use because they're not making a profit. So it's a little that's tricky, but enough. whatever. It's it's all Wikipedia, weird. obviously quite tight on things and they don't want to be right and they and they want it to be as free and accessible for everybody as possible like they still make discs with wikipedia on it so that people who don't have internet access can get the wikipedia what? it's crazy it's back to the tattoo thing I, I think yeah. you know david beckham can choose anybody right? right people are begging for david beckham to to choose them yeah so i think what you i mean i'm sure Mr. Beckham pays a good amount of money for those tattoos. I'm, yeah. I, he's probably not charging, you know, paying 80 quid an hour or whatever. You know, it's, yeah. th these are thousands of pounds worth of art that he's having right. on his body. Um, I imagine an acknowledgement would get you more, would get you just as much work. Yeah. You know, so you, if you, if but you it made not... an arrangement where I did David Beckham's tattoos, then I'm right. sure you would do well for the rest of your life. Yeah, sure, but it's it's also not necessarily just about the work you would get later, but like how much that work you've already done is worth. So anyway, here's a little bit from the article. An Ohio federal judge's rule that the tattoos in question are in fact copyrighted, but it's up to a jury to decide if it's fair use to include them in the popular NBA 2K video game series. Uh, the case result revolves around six tattoos that James Hayden, own, owner of Cleveland's Focused Tattoos, created for NBA players Danny Green, LeBron James, and Tristan Thompson. The tattoo artist registered the designs with the U.S. Copyright Office. In 2017, Hayden filed a lawsuit against video game developer 2K Games for what he contended was unauthorized use of his work in a series of games. They included realistic playable avatars of more than 400 NBA players, including Green, James, and Thompson, who are each depicted with their individual tattoos. 
So, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah? yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about it, to be honest, because I want artists to get everything that's coming to them. But on the other hand, the question for me is, like, is this a significant factor in whether people buy the game or not? And I think we all agree yeah. that it really is not. That's true. Yeah. So if they took the tattoos off, if they created the little avatars of those people, those yeah. sports people, right. without the tattoos, would they still be recognizable? Of course they would. Yeah, so, exactly. So and really, that apparently is the principle of de minimis, uh, in Latin, uh, in the court system, the tattoos are such an insignificant part of the game, the defense maintained, uh, that uh, they could be considered de minimis use, meaning just not use, not not significant at all. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Now, if the game were about tattoos, like if you were playing somebody who made tattoos uh, and these t you know designs were in the game, then I think that or or, or like in in like I'm thinking in skateboarding games or yeah, or maybe right. in FIFA where. Yeah. You can add tattoos to right. your own avatar or something. GTA like, San Andreas. Different. That was the first time I remember seeing that. Yeah, that's that's sort of different then because that right. you are taking that artwork. That's a feature, and, yeah. isn't it? Right. Yeah, yeah. But you know, Rockstar is yeah. only having people in house design that shit. Oh, of course, of course. Money. Speaking of Rockstar, Fred, make some tattoos for us. Speaking yes, of Rockstar, go on. Uh, I had quite a few people say to me, "GTA Six has been leaked." Um, Are you refusing looked, to look at them it. without on principle? No, I watched it. I watched it, and I spoke to Susan very briefly about this on our mm, Discord. Okay. Um, I, I yeah, I watched it, and I was like, yeah, okay. Um, I wasn't blown away by it, but I also understand that it's early, and everybody sort of complained how bad it looks because, yeah. you know, I, the first thing I know is that some of the NPCs don't have hair; they just have like sort of like a bald cap and a color. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if they've got dark hair, they just have sort of like a a bald black head. Yeah. and where hair would be and i was like this is obviously so early yeah um so i sort of refused to look at it because a part of the appeal for me is how exciting and good rockstar are at introducing people to their games so when they did the max Payne 3 trailer when mm. they did the gta 4 gta 5 la noir like all their games they have great like uh presentations and they go like this let me tell you about Mo just Michael in GTA yeah, 5. So right. they have a whole trailer for Michael. Mm -hmm. And usually they just have like uh, a reveal trailer. And it's yeah. just it's just atmosphere and setting yeah. and vibe. And, and, and all then Chinny sort of spends two hours getting into it on his... Breaking uh, it down, breaking yeah. Down. And, and, and that has been lost because we've now seen like we've, we've got a playable female character, yeah, and, which is sort of rumored anyway. Yeah. Um, and she's thick! Uh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, that, that's all fine. So uh, what, what's really interesting, what's happened since then, is because a, a bunch of people complain saying, oh, it looks a bit rough, it looks a bit rough. This still might be like three years out. Yeah. So, you know, you've got to be wary of that. And like what, half the video is like just a woman turning on the spot. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because it's just... Right. It's just development. You know, video. They're just trying yeah, to, it's just development. Yeah, it's just like, and it was sent on Slack and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> so what's really interesting, what's happened since, is developers have started sharing their early work of their oh, video games interesting oh, really so, let you know to, how just far to say, away it is just, between so yeah. the, the the people that make uh control their remedy i think it's the uh, it's remedy so they're based in finland they said here is a clip of our game mm. two years before it came out yeah, right. yeah and it looked fucking awful <laughs> it looked awful right wow. 
and and control is a good looking game you know yeah, with a sure. lot of pretty physics and yeah. she looked like a dinner lady for a start <laughs> like she's dressed like a dinner lady uh, but i think they gave her clothes that sort of had like flow so you could mm. see her sort of flowing around yeah. anyway. um, that's an interesting form of solidarity between developers like yeah I, I, I like the, that. There was little a big planet the yeah. little big planet developers did it with theirs mm. the cult of the lamb developers did it with theirs interesting and just said look these games look rough and there's a game coming out called vikings on trampolines which is about vikings on trampolines on trampoline. it's like a 2d platformer but they're based on trampolines um I think which is very that, yeah. it's a very funny title and it's a beautiful looking game it's a 2d game right. really good art style yeah. but when you see the video that they released um i see if i can get it up on the stream i'm sorry because i'm talking um uh vikings on trampolines early footage or something like that uh yeah um when you see what they uh what what, they, what it used to look like it looks like it was made on microsoft paint <laughs> like it's ridiculous yeah, right you know instead of in the game in the final game they've got this like yeah. really elaborate tower with like a kind of horse's head on the top and it's beautiful 2d art yeah, but in the early development stuff, it's literally just a, a brown box with a kind of like a bad horse head on top, yeah. like a cartoon, like looks like a child drew it. Because it's all about boxing and blocking and making sure things are in the right place, and mm-hmm. and it's really really uh, nice to see, as you say, Duke, developers just going, look, they look at that footage and go, this game's going to be great, right? Right, yeah. sure, because I know what it's going to be. Whereas, you know idiots on on online are saying oh it looks so rough they've and you think well how do you think the games are just born looking right i mean exactly look at cake mix before it becomes a wedding cake or whatever like that's what happens with everything is like there's a gestation phase where the thing is rough and then you add nice touches to make it look better and i think it's the sad thing for me is how many people yeah like you say susan like you know, they want to get noticed for being critical. And it's like, yeah, let's pile onto this thing in this negative fashion uh, just for a little bit of attention. It's like, dude, make something of your own to, like, get the world to I mean, anything, you. anything creative has got to go through that process. If you're yeah. looking at a book, no doubt. you know, if, if you look at sort of the, the early, like the first draft of the book, it's yeah. not going to really resemble what it comes out in yeah, when it's published or exactly. you know a hit a hit song yeah. um when somebody's just strumming it out on a guitar right, and getting the words right. in place and yeah. you know when you ever see the kind of um lyrics that somebody's mm-hmm. handwritten out when they've actually been writing the song and yeah, yeah, you know there's totally. crossings out and so yeah it's it's never gonna look like it's finished form and yeah but for people to say based on that mm-hmm. i felt really really sorry for the devs i really did and it was yeah. nice to see a lot of other devs kind of posting yeah um i didn't see them posting kind of their early stuff but mm-hmm. just so on the screen now i've got early footage of control yeah so, so this is sort of what it looks like right. and i know exactly what level this is and everything mm-hmm. so yeah you know I mean, and it looks so different. Yeah, sure. To what, and they literally have boxes that say "throw me" on them. <laughs> nice. You know, so yeah, and the yeah, yeah and the environs are red and green, right? Because it's all yeah. you know, they're 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 not. Here's the thing, 
and people probably know this, but you know, they're shaking out certain parts of the game, like the mechanics of it. And the irony is the people who are complaining about how the GTA leaked footage looks are the ones who would be most furious if the mechanical parts of the game don't work well, which is what they need to do in this part of the development cycle. So like, shut I mean, up! A, a decent game takes years to develop, and if Absolutely. they release them, they release them too quickly. Yeah, we know what happens. I mean, right. look at Cyberpunk, um, and which right, is yeah, mess. and if and if you make it look too nice in this stage, then it's harder to test well because you're yeah. trying to get a lot of stuff yeah, moving you're around. Looking at the stuff, mechanics, so. aren't you? You need to just see how the cogs work yeah. before you put the skin on right, it. Right, right. Sometimes and, people yeah, on the I internet are really not smart. Sorry for them. Yeah. Really so. But yeah, it was quite scary that they um the hacker stole the source code and mm. and then he tried to blackmail them, which yeah, yeah nasty nasty. Yeah. It, it where did they get the idea that you can just steal was... things and then like try to get money for them later? Like uh-huh. that's not the way GTA and, works. Yeah. Oh wait. Uh that's a joke from Trevor yeah. Noah on the Daily Show, but whatever. Uh, all right, uh, a couple more cool. uh, news titles, uh, articles. That's what they're called, news articles. Uh, this one I thought was pretty interesting, and then we'll have one fun thing to finish up. Homeland Security, the United States government has an Office of Homeland Security that was established after 9-11, uh, investigating radicalization and video games. So this is from GameRant.com. The federal government has issued a grant for $699,000 to investigate radicalization in gaming communities. Several entities, from terrorism researchers to nonprofits, are going to tackle the issue of spreading extremism in video games and gaming communities. The funding comes from the Department of Homeland Security as part of the Targeted Violence and Terrorism Prevention Grant Program, TVTP. Uh, awards 20 million, yada, 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 trying to fight it. The funding goes to Middlebury Center on yada, 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 uh, and this other organization. Um, While many video game communities are amazing, the grant aims to ensure that all of them become better by raising social awareness, increasing media literacy and critical thinking, as well as improving civic engagement. Uh, Whenever video game communities are targeted by extremist or even terroristic ideas, they affect some of the more vulnerable people in these communities. People are known to experience anger toward video games, which likely makes them more prone to extremist influences. Adolescents and young adults are creating meaningful relationships online, and a bad actor can take advantage of that dynamic. According to the DHS, Department of Homeland Security, brief, the communities have been targets of even terrorist mobilization and training. While gamers are often the targets of extremists, game developers do not get a pass either. The DHS brief says that developers have failed to tackle the issues in the very communities they foster. The DHS believes the lack of awareness in countering radicalization has resulted in less safety. So there's obviously a balance act here. Like I'm, I don't like the idea of like government trying to make sure that you know everybody's happy and friendly when they're playing video games. But I do think you know there's a lot of evidence that Discord communities. It's it's a petri dish for horrible people getting together and radicalizing young people, especially young guys uh, who who don't have a lot of aim in their life and they're looking for something to believe in, to belong to. And this is the same thing that you know Al Qaeda does or whatever, uh, you know, trying to find those loners who don't fit in and tell them like here's something that you can belong to, and you know, getting them involved in uh, horrible you know white supremacist activity or whatever it is. And Steve Bannon, one of Trump's biggest uh, supporters and advisors, uh, talked about how he used Gamergate as a way to get people to you know take part in the whole MAGA phenomenon. And that's that's messed up because it means that you know the things that uh, people are angry about 
uh, for no good reason. Hey, women in video games. Uh, that, 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 I see it as people being used. Uh, they just see these sad people who don't have a lot of purpose in their lives. And they're like, I'm going to exploit them and get them to be the foot soldiers in this stupid war I'm fighting about, you know, cultural issues or, you know, white, uh, you know, racial elimination or whatever it is. So that's what I would have said. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, uh, yeah, there's more in the article, but I think we can move on. I just thought, that was I've, kind of yeah, I've, I've, I listened to an episode of criminal where like a guy got recruited online. I think it was on Facebook or something. Uh, and he was a British guy. Uh, yeah. And he went over to, he got recruited by a terrorist organization. And I think it's very easy to say, like, well, those people are idiots or those people choose to join ISIS and therefore, no, like, to hell with they're them. They're not, though, are they? They're but vulnerable. They're I vulnerable, right. And and I think that it's hard to know exactly what the answer is once somebody goes over there. But I think the point is that there's a lot of points on the journey where the larger society can and should step in and say, like, look, you deserve better than this. We should be creating better communities online so that, yeah, the mm. vulnerable people don't get because it's very it's easy same as grooming and stuff like right, that you know exactly. as soon as you put kids online there's going to be people who right or anybody online really yeah. i mean we don't get that sort of stuff in our discord mm. community but that's because it's nice and friendly but yeah, you exactly. can see it happening. Well, yeah and it's relatively small yeah. too that's the other thing right the bigger a community gets the more likely there it is that and i saw an article actually i, sh I wish i had it in front of me but like yeah there there there's an investigation into twitch i think it was the washington post and they found that there are oh, these yeah, grooming tactics that. yeah that um you know, that, that people will use to, because Twitch, you're not supposed to be broadcasting games if you're younger than 13, but there are these, there are some kids who end up using a friend's account or, you know, they'll lie on whatever it is. And so these groomers, yeah, will like go and try to get them to like take their shirt off or whatever. And it's so sick and twisted. And I think, you know, as soon as it came out, of course, Twitch is like, oh, we're working on it. We're working on it. And I think, you know, I say this about Rocket League a lot. You know, there's a lot of people who spout like racist and homophobic and just vile stuff on the game. And most of the time, you know, the Reddit for Rocket League, for instance, or, you know, a lot of people on Twitter will say, well, they're doing everything they can. What else can they do? Just report them and that's it. But as I've said before, you know, if you went, if your kid went to school every day and got called a horrible racial slur at school by a different person every day, and then the school suspended the one person and then the next day it was a different, they suspended that person and it kept happening, you would say to the school, like, you're not doing enough. You need to do more to make my kids safe, you know? So I, I feel like these tech companies have responsibility to do more. There's also the sense that if, you know, you're playing Rocket League and people are coming out with these slurs all the time, it normalizes it. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it, even if even right. if you're not um, offended by those things, yeah. if, it, you, know, it, it, you know, you're not gay, or you're mm -hmm. not black or whatever, mm -hmm. and somebody's having a go, yeah. um, you hear that happening and yeah, it's fine. It's right. fine to do that. So right. And then it, yeah, and it, it's also, yeah. Right. And it's the way that, yeah, you know, and a lot of times I know that it is 12 year olds trying to be edgy or whatever. They don't really mean anything racist. It doesn't matter. Like the impact can still be the same. And yeah, they, they get with their friends and this and that, and it normalizes it, which then makes it less likely that if someone tries to come up to them saying like, Hey, I can see you hate, you know, this group of people. I can see you don't like black people. Uh, it makes it less likely that they'll go, you suck. You get away from me. Instead, they'll mm -hmm. think, well, you know, Hey, everyone else is using this language. Maybe there's something to it um so yeah i think there is a problem with normalized hatred and, and bigotry and stuff so 
All right, final news article. Uh, this is the 10 worst movie tie-in video games ranked. Okay. You ready for this? These are the 10 worst video games made out of movies. Uh, uh, this is from Screen Rant as well. Number 10, Aliens vs. Predator Requiem. I don't know that I ever played this. Did y'all ever play no, Aliens vs. Predator no, Requiem? Yeah. It might not be the worst alien game. Aliens Colonial Marine saw a far harsher critical reception. But there isn't a worse game in the franchise in terms of direct movie tie-ins. Like the critically panned movie of the same name, Aliens vs. Predator Requiem set a new low when it was released for the PlayStation Portable in 2007. So, oh, yeah. It's a PSP. I'm just trying to find it now. It's a PSP <laughs> game. I never got into Aliens vs. Predator. The whole thing seemed like a just cash grab. Like, wow, I mean, they this could have been a good story. Could there have been? You know that early footage that we saw on GTA? <laughs> is that what this is? That. The game promised yeah. to deliver on the power fantasy of playing as the Predator in a third-person action experience, but poor graphics, terrible AI, and the fact that the entire game was way too easy for anyone old enough to play it meant critics were left unimpressed by the whole thing. I imagine it would be easy if you were the Predator, because you've got, like, laser cannons. Yeah, and... but aliens ain't no pushover. Oh, I suppose. I'd like to be the Predator, I think. Well, I think it's a bit more, I don't know, just a bit more to it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like the aliens. Yeah, I feel like he enjoys himself a bit more there. Yeah. Well, he's got the cool yeah, hairstyle, too. Yeah. yeah. Aliens are big, yeah. bald freaks. Uh, number nine, Alvin and the Chipmunks, 2007. I didn't know they made a game about this. Uh, the oh, movie yeah. didn't receive a strong response from critics either, but this rhythm-based video game tie-in was even more negatively received. It has some redeeming qualities, not least a solid pop soundtrack to match its rock band-style gameplay, but it suffers from a similar problem to the movie, and that's that it assumes it can get away with a lot more because of its young target audience, and I don't think we need to say more about the fact that yeah, games designed for kids tend to suck... Uh, yeah. Number eight. I have heard of this one, but I've never played it. Catwoman, 2004. Uh -huh. uh, it would have been more surprising if the tie-in game for Catwoman had been good, but its failure to de deliver a technically polished game and it couldn't do justice to one of the strongest female DC characters either. And that's a good point. Uh, there really aren't any good... I, I mean, has there ever been a good Wonder Woman game? Or, you know... X-Men characters, <sighs> female characters. I feel like there aren't really... I never play any of those type of games. Yeah, I don't really play them. I guess I do sometimes. You ever play the Batman? I mean, there's good Batman games, Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, the Batman's not too bad. But yeah. again, I'm not... Well, it's the, a rarity the new among Gotham, superhero games. In the new Gotham Knights game, you can play as Batwoman. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, the game's action platformer style that loosely follows the plot of the movie had some promise. Uh, if there's one single element that ruins the experience, it's the in-game camera that's almost obnoxiously bad. Uh, it was it looks a bit out. Prince of Persia. -y. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, uh -huh. Games clunky controls. Even the most diehard Catwoman fan couldn't enjoy playing as the feline antihero when it's made so awkward. Number seven, Battleship 2012. I surprised that. I mean, the board yeah. game's fun, but that's like yeah. two people, and I don't know why you need to make it into a. Video game, but whatever. I I was surprised when this game or this movie came out because I was like, "How do you make a movie about this? It's ridiculous." I, I, yeah, I've never even heard of the movie, but oh. yeah. Rihanna's in it. Rihanna is, is in it. Is she really? Oh, I don't well, know. Wow. Uh, I think Liam Neeson is in it. Oh, really? You do surprise me because he's an actual actor. Yeah, yeah but know, he's also right? a man that likes cash money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in the in the movie, the movie got sort of laughed at because. They literally sort of do like a handbrake turn, but with a with a 
battleship and yeah. they drop the, they turn it and drop an anchor and they it's like a kind of handbrake like, round yeah oh. ridiculous uh, yeah. It was a, mo- a massive box office failure and one that most people would be happy to forget. But the, the movie produced not one but two separate video game tie-ins of the same name. While one, a turn-based strategy uh-huh. for handheld consoles, wasn't too bad. An FPS tie-in, which is what you're showing here, Chinny, on the screen, thank you, for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 was a mistake to rival the movie. Some critics could see the potential, pointing out how the game tied together as sea and ground battles in quite a unique way. But most felt the two elements did not blend together at all well. Even worse, though, the presentation was so uninteresting that it's a hard game to get through despite being only a few hours long. Number six is E.T., which I would have thought would be number one. Well, so, that crashed the whole industry, didn't it? It destroyed everything. I don't know that we need to get into this, but if you haven't heard it or seen about it, there's a really good documentary about the E.T. video games being buried in the desert. They go digging it up to look for these cartridges. Uh, it's just atrocious. Moving on to number five, Fight Club 2004. I love this movie, and I remember seeing the video game in the communist game shop back in the day, and I remember thinking, there's no way that's going to be good. So I'm glad to see that it did not, in fact, turn out good. didn't even know it was a game. Yeah. Uh, Released a whole five years after the movie. It's hard to say who the game is for, but it didn't go down well with critics or fans. Oh, it's like a Street Fighter. It's like a 3D. It's more like Tekken, like a 3D. Yeah, right. There is a hardcore mode where injuries are carried over from each fight as the player tries to rise through the ranks of the club, but it can't hide the awkward and dated mechanics that underpin its 3D combat. Sloppily executed and full of strange details, like an appearance from Limp Biscuit's Fred Durst. Chocolate starfish! Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Fight Club is bizarre, even by bad game standards. And the hot top uh, Mad TV did Imagine some him funny just send up. Just like having Fred Durst on the podcast. Now. Imagine <laughs> ordering like a, a McDonald's. Can yeah. I have a Big Mac, please? With extra fries. Yeah. Uh, All right, Fred. Number four, Ghostbusters, Fred. 2016. Fred. I thought I remembered you and Stu liking this game. I think no, you liked Ghostbusters one. the video game. That was a different title. Ghost, yeah, Ghostbusters yeah. two thousand and nine. I think that one came okay, out or okay, something okay. like that. Yeah, this yeah, is twenty sixteen, yeah. which is like yeah. the isometric. Yeah, it is. One, Though the twenty sixteen movie that inspired it had its fair share of fans, it's unlikely even that much can be said in defense of this Ghostbusters video game. Though an action game set after the movie and centered on the whole new group of four Ghostbusters could have been interesting, and even the core mechanics are solid. The execution struck critics as particularly uninspired. I don't see how this is worse than. E.T. though. A game uh, that crashed the industry. Yeah, exactly. The game has players endlessly clear out ghosts in linear and repetitive levels, while its poor writing means that even the story can't help making things less of a slog. Many felt the game couldn't have been more obviously a lazy cash grab. Number three, oh, Ants. All lazy cash grabs, all of them. Yeah, exactly. Except for Goldeneye. And Quantum of Solace. Ants Extreme Racing is number three. Uh, I never even saw Ants. Did y'all see Ants? I, I saw the film, yeah. It's I feel like Ants and Bugs Life came out at the same... It's one of those weird situations where yeah, these two kind of blend films into at the same one. time. It's like, how do y'all have yeah. the same idea at the same... It's like Ex Machina and Her. It's like the two most yeah. important movies ever made about AI, and they both dropped like one year apart. It's like, that's so weird. But there's, there is a science to that. Like you, everybody oh, really? gets influenced by the same thing. Yeah, I've, I've seen some fucking video well, about I saw it. But yeah, but people, yeah. The, the same people get influenced by the same thing like right, because right. culture affects the people at the same time so like that's why we get two meteor movies like you know like right, right. Uh, deep impact, you know, deep impact and, and uh, whatever the other one was. Uh, yeah. what was the other one called 
Well, there's Armageddon. I don't want to miss the thing. Whatever. There are some great racing video games outside the Mario Kart franchise, but Ant's Extreme Racing goes down as one of the worst I'm entries in the genre. Racing. I mean, why would you even? <laughs> well, they but, because actually we have audio from the development uh, of this game, yes. so we're yeah, very we do, lucky yeah. that we exclusive can interview. All right, people, listen up. Here's what's going on. We got this stupid gay movie coming out about the bugs. Bugs life? No, it's ants. Whatever. I don't know. Oh, Roaches. Not ants. Uh, ants. I don't know. So it's about ants. So we need to make a game about the Ooh. ants. What should we do? Well, everybody knows ants are really fast. So why don't we make them like race? Done. Start working on it. M meeting cool. dismissed. <laughs> So that was what happened, apparently, at the actual thing. Uh, with only, uh, so based on the 88, 98 movie, the tie-in didn't release until four years later. And if there were any diehard Ants fans later. left, even they would have been disappointed. With only six characters and a generic premise needing to rise through the racing ranks, the game wasn't promising in the first place. But ugly graphics and bizarre level designs. I'm sensing a, sensing a pattern here in these. Uh, critics panned the title and suggested that even the youngest kids that formed its target audience shouldn't ever touch this game. That's All right, bad. two more here. Life. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number two, Bad Boys, Miami Takedown, 2004. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's rare for a movie tie-in game to be better than its film counterpart, but it does happen. Unfortunately, Bad Boys, Miami Takedown couldn't even look like a worthy effort next to the critically panned Bad Boys 2. Now, I've never seen any of the Bad Boys games. Are y'all fans of Will uh, Smith and uh, Martin Lawrence? Well, you mean the movies? Yeah. You mean the movies? Right. Yeah, the movies are okay. They're, they're Michael Bay yeah. silliness. Right. You know, so there's there's good stuff in them. Yeah. I remember I was doing some mindfulness with students once upon a time, telling them to just, you know, take a deep breath. And this uh, woman who was, you know, an assistant in the room started quoting some line from the Bad Boys movies. And apparently it was something to do with Will Smith seeing a therapist who was trying to help him relax. And there was some sex involved or something. So when she said the line from the movie, and I had never seen it, but I was like, eh, that's interesting. So she's like, yeah, have you seen Bad Boys? You know, just ooh, ah, or something like that. There's some phrase he says. And I looked it up bad online. Boys, and like, bad boys. Yeah, this woman like lifts her head up. And I'm just like, oh my God, she's quoting this thing from this movie. Like, weird. Yeah. Anyway, Weird. a two-player co-op mode could have made the game fun, but it oddly chooses to alternate between the two main characters throughout the levels. So it could have been Army of Two, you know, those great games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the good thing about Bad Boys Miami Takedown, the video game available on the PlayStation 2, is that Will Smith's character has a really good slap. In it. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, he's <laughs> really good. Ah, my wife's name out your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, the gameplay is chaotic and action-packed, but its attempt to be a serious shooter only puts more emphasis on how lackluster it is. Uh, very far behind the times, it hasn't aged well since then. And the number one worst movie game tie-in of all times... <laughs> Charlie's Angels 2003, which oh, is oh. a shame because you would hope that they would make a good game out of Charlie's Angels. Never even heard of it. I know, right? Uh, with an average score of 23 out of 100 on Metacritic, Charlie's Angels is in a league of its own. See what they did there? It's very clever. Even among other poor attempts at movie tie-in games. A 3D beat-em-up, the game puts the player in control of the angels as they proceed through stages and defeat every last enemy until invisible walls disappear, allowing them to progress. That's excruciating alone. But critics were able to find no redeeming features in the game's terrible graphics, clunky controls, awkward camera, and glitchy levels. Though the 2000 movie wasn't well-received, it still doesn't deserve to be associated with the worst 
video game movie tie-in in history. And I haven't played this. Yeah. The graphics don't look great on this footage that Chinny's showing but us. She but she is in a bikini, so it's there's not... It's not there's as not... bad as E.T., though, is it? It can't be as bad as E.T., it can't can be it? as bad as E.T. But it's hard to judge a game but from it looks one awful, generation but it be, yeah. compared to, you know... I mean, the Atari 2600, like, they just didn't have any just ability to make... They didn't even games. know what video games were. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, that is the end of the news. Uh, we are, we have an email. All right, let's have an email. Uh, email! Whoa, that ruled. Emails from Antonio. Oh. All right. He says, evening, lads. He didn't know he was on when he... So, wait a minute. You said we had one email, Chinny? Yeah. Funny, the contest for shirts ended and suddenly we have no email. Imagine, I don't know what the connection is. Because they're lechy. <laughs> People love free stuff. That's all that's after all free. Is. And Antonio already has a free shirt. <laughs> yeah. So Antonio's the real OG. Yeah, he's a go. Uh, okay. Uh, so he says uh, EGS, EG, EGS, EGX was this weekend. Did you miss it at all? Did you even know it was happening? I did not. Uh, I did. Uh, and when are they going to get the fireworks? Go get to the fireworks factory. <laughs> uh, seriously, though, I don't find myself missing the event in any way, minus meeting the community and checking out the cos, I mean, merchandise. Uh, on the other stalls, I say that the board game section was pretty great. Was curious about your thoughts regarding it since Duke can't exactly answer the question, Eric. Uh, how are those papers coming along? Uh, and <laughs> yeah, exactly. what would you say is the most common grades you give out in all your grades in class? Big yeah, love as always, Antonio. So, go on, do you want to answer your bit first, so, Duke? So I think, strangely enough, that I can only really speak to the stack I've been grading today. I think B is the most common one because I'm trying. And here's, let me actually, this reminds me of something I need to say. Nobody cares, but I'll say it anyway. This is where uh, uh, where <laughs> Stu usually gives a long answer and Duke goes, oh, uh, yeah, well. Answer the question. Uh, but when it comes up to school stuff, I got something to say always. Um, I've always been a generous grader. I remember my first year teaching in Wisconsin. There was a student who said, why are you so easy as a teacher? And I said, you know, oh, there's a lot of reasons. I won't bore you with the details. The point is, I think if someone tries, they deserve a little bit of, you know, pat on the back in terms of the grade they're not going to get an age because they give it a shot but i don't think you deserve to fail if you meet the basic requirements you know what i mean so i've always been kind of generous with my grading but lately my school district like a lot of school districts have instituted policies where if you don't do the work you get a 50 percent right off the bat it goes in the yeah. computer as a 50 percent, even if you don't do it at all nice. so people's grades as a result tend to be skewed higher mm. Uh, and there's no penalty for late work now. So whereas in the past, I would always, you know, I, cause here's the thing at the end of the semester or the year, depending on how long the class is, I always wanted the person's grade to reflect how hard they worked, the quality of progress that they made and, you know, be a fair reflection of everything they did over the course of the semester. So I never wanted someone to get a D if they deserved a B and I never wanted someone to have a grade that's too high or too low. So I've, I've, over the years, I've fine tuned things. So the point is that lately people's grades have been boosted upward 
which is makes our district look good, but I don't think it's necessarily fair in terms of what people are doing in the class. So now I'm trying to be a little more harsh with my grading and like not automatically just give people you know higher scores because I'm generally happy with what they wrote. Um, so yeah, it's a B. It's a B. It's a B. That's the most common grade I've given on this assignment. It's a B. Yep. Still sounds too generous. Yeah, well, it's uh, an AP class to be fair, so they tend to be uh, a little more nerdy than in my other. We'll see AP? what happens when I grade my regular English papers. What does an AP class mean? Uh, advanced placement. These are the more okay. motivated students, shall we say. I see. Right, so regarding EGX, Antonio, uh, no, I didn't miss it. Um, I didn't miss everybody, and that's why we're sort of doing our own meetup in April. There you go. Um I, don't, I just don't think we were quite ready to do it. Like, mm. go to London and meet up, and I just didn't get the impression that, you know, people are still ill. People are still getting it. Yeah. Um, people are just starting to sort of, uh, you know, I know we've sort of been back to normal for about a year or so, but people are still getting it. People are still out sure, there doing sure. stuff. We want to be I'm careful. St I've, I recently got it. Stu recently got it. And I know people in the other like pod yeah. podcasts and stuff, have, you know, they've got it and stuff. So I don't feel like we feel safe enough. Maybe by next April we still won't, but like we're 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 sort of even if it's just like ten of us that get there, you know what I mean? It's not, it'd be nice just to see Stu again, to be fair. So I'm not that fussed if, about numbers. It's just sort of let's just arrange something and see who turns up. But regarding EGX, I mean, I I do we have had some great laughs and. Uh, the last one was brilliant. The last EGX that we did in 2019 was so much fun. I got to see Robin's penis. It was great. Um, and that footage is on my hard drive, Susan. I, I tried to think. I really know. Yeah. I mean, so, much as I love Robin, I've never felt the need. No, fair enough. Uh, but the yeah, it's it was, but it was such a great weekend. It was so special because we had everybody from America, and mm. yeah, it was it was a really really good one. Um, so it's it's always going to be sort of like a come down from that, to be yeah, fair. It's about the community, isn't it? It's not about yeah. GX. I mean, if you put a number of the communities together and you will meet up anywhere, yeah. it's fun. It's going to be a good fun. So maybe next year we'll do it. Um, maybe next year, because in 2019, me and Stu just did rest on our own. And we really enjoyed it. It was quite nice just to sort of like spend some time with Stu and just actually get to play games instead of just walking around dicking about and watching the cosplay competition and mm. stuff or whatever we did last time we were there um so yeah i i i didn't i didn't i, I when i heard that it was on i did know it was on i was like oh yeah but I, it just doesn't feel like where anybody's ready maybe next year yeah. but i don't know what you think in one place isn't it it's just i don't know what you think susan i, I know you've been ill and everything but like whether like you pick it up the same vibe as like it just it just didn't feel right to yeah. just do it. I think there's a lot of people are feeling like that still though. Yeah, um, I mean obviously I'm 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 going out and I'm living my life and I'm yeah. you know like doing whatever. Are, it's yeah. it's the fact there's a lot of people concentrated in one area. And you're touching a thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're touching a controller. So it's, like it's... if you meet up with some mates, you kind of know your mates and. Mm. Um, or yeah. you, you go to the pub or, or yeah. Personally, you're not talking about as many people right. no. and if it's I more mean, of a big event right and you pay significant money to uh, get in strangers. you're more likely to right and and you're more likely to probably say okay yeah i feel a little sniffly but i paid to go to this like i'm not going to stay home 
Whereas if you're hanging out with mates, yeah. you might be like, eh, I'll give this one a miss if I'm not feeling super well. But so, of course, you can easily have it and not realize it. So you know, that's not a major. I think. Problem. I think maybe we'll do it next year. Maybe we'll do it next year. Stay um, tuned, people. So, but yeah, in, in the meantime, I think we're going to do an arcade club next. Yeah, I mean, it is, for me, it's about. I'm not really bothered about going to EGX itself. Yeah, it's more right. about meeting up with the guys and yeah, you know, the community. It's always a good laugh. Could that be done outside? Because that would help to mitigate the risk, right? Just a meetup. I mean, you know, and those who want to go uh, in can go in. Those who don't, like, mm -hmm. I mean, I know you you went to the Glastonbury. That was outside, but, aren't you? you know, you're talking yeah. about Britain, and then when you you know when you're talking about <laughs> yeah. Britain, you're talking about the weather. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, um, fair enough. That's what can't, we can't rely on. Yeah. You can't plan things outside in Britain, yeah, really, especially enough. in like April or yeah, October sure. or September or August or anything. Like that. <laughs> or July, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, you never know. If it's if happening either, during a month like, in England, you just can't know. Yeah. Hey, Antonio asked a follow-up in the chat. Yeah. Boiling heat, and forty degrees, or whatever. Right, you know. right. Antonio asked in the chat, "Do you still have COVID anxiety?" He said it keeps up from time to time with him. He went to a nightclub in Spain when visiting a friend. It overcame him, and he had to leave. I'm yeah. teaching with a mask on, but I'm the only one, like one of maybe two in our building of maybe fifty teachers who is wearing a mask when I teach. Very few students in my classes are wearing masks, and uh, you know. I, the biggest problem with me wearing the mask in the classroom is that it's it's more exhausting. Like I have to talk, you know, to talk through the mask and be heard. Uh, I'm a loud person in general when I teach, but I have to be even more, you know, energetic to get through the mask and have that same impact. So it's yeah, I know, people, I, can't I, you, people can't see you at the bottom of your face. It's very yeah. difficult. I mean, I was working in, in like social care and my stepdad's in yeah. a the care home now, and, mm. and just trying to communicate with somebody with dementia yeah, sure. without them being able to see half your face is very difficult. Absolutely. And oh, sorry, yeah. Jenny, I know you're about to say something. I want to say real quick yeah. about what Susan said. Um, I had a student drop by uh, this past week that uh, I worked with her all last year, the entire school year. And I saw her and I was like, did she have some sort of surgery on her lips to make them more full? And then I realized I had never seen her without her mask. So I just, I'd never seen her lips ever. And so I was like, oh, that's why I, it looks different to me. Because usually there's this beige or black strip across the bottom of her face. Sorry, Chenny, you were going to say. Um, I, I had no anxiety about going out uh, um, and, and talking to people and even shaking hands and things like that. Like, I, it doesn't really bother me. But the last time I got COVID, I was sitting on that toilet thinking... Uh, maybe I should just fist pump people from now. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> you know, because I have no idea I got it. Yeah. Maybe I got it through snooker. Because when you play snooker with a team, like you usually sort of shake the guy's hand and yeah, but remember... it's airborne as well. So yeah, yeah. and, and, and you and, and snooker, you're in a very closed sort of small room. I think the, and last, everybody... the last kind of variants have been really, really yeah. not as severe, but more virulent they've spread much more mm. easily um yeah. you know i think if like the original variant which is the one that i got at first was you had a chance of like infecting kind of one in every 15 right. people and now it's more like one in every five or something so um and i was the same like i had obviously i had covid right at the beginning which is march 2020 so before we even got locked down um and it was really nasty and for a while, I was so scared of getting it again because it nearly killed me the first time. And I was like, mm. I don't know what's happening again. Yeah, um, and then once I had my jabs, I was like, yeah, everything's fine now. Um, but then when I've had it again the second time, I'm like, I don't want it. I don't want it. No. Time. So now yeah. I'm really quite 
worried because uh, yeah, I really don't want it again because I've not been well since I had it the second time. So. Yeah, mm. I think I would well. if I if if I if I do go to eject or anything, I would I would just make sure I've got like a hand sanitizer and and just be yeah. really careful. That's all I'd sort of do, but I'd, sure. I, I, I am of the mindset of like, I've got to fucking carry on with my life. I can't yeah, do this, that, you know. Isn't there, there's a balance between it. It's kind of, well, you know, do you stop going out? And I know there's um, some people, particularly in the long COVID community, who are really don't want to go out because mm. they're like, you know, and other people who've got various conditions yeah. where they're still really scared to go out. Mm. Yeah. Because it is yeah. so fast, and it is, but, you know. I have to sort of get over it pretty quickly with work because like, like this week, I filmed a conference with 150 people in the room mm. and it was the same 150 people for those three days and you get chatting to them and you know, they all seem fine and everything. Um, but yeah, I like you, I've got to get over it cause that's my job. And I'm like, well, I've got to get into the, that and you can take precautions. And I think that's, that's the only way forward is like, okay, I won't shake people's hands. I'll just bump fists or um, some hand sanitizer and get on. I know the person that I work with a lot, Tom, he, he has hand sanitizer all the time. He never goes anywhere without it, and I, yeah, he's better I've at it got, than I am. Hand sanitizer all the time. So he, but he's, but he's got it. He's well, not got it now, but he's had it. Do you know what I mean? So it's like you're gonna get it at some point, um, and maybe we'll get it again. I don't know, but I just can't. I can't live my life just in, in inside all the time. There, I, there, I mean, of... right? I think there, there's a degree to which. You know, like, yeah, our schools had to come back in session in person, I think. But I also think that it, it's a good opportunity for us to remind ourselves of just how important it is for us to provide protection for the most vulnerable around us. And it's very easy for, uh, you know, lo most of us to say, like, well, you know, even if you get it, it's going to be OK. For some people, it's not going to be OK. And mm -hmm. we need to do things, you know, and not everybody, you know, I don't think that universal masking all the time is necessarily the answer. But I do think that there are little things we can do here and there that will make life safer for people who can't. You know, there's people who can't get the vaccine and stuff and they shouldn't be condemned to, like, stay inside forever just because, you know, there's a little inconvenience for the rest of us. So. Yeah. And then there's the also the thing that... um I mean, I still wear, I don't wear a mask all the time, but I will still wear it more often than mm -hmm. other people. Yeah, um, sure. You know, if I'm going into a shop or something, I'll right. still put my mask on. Yeah. Um, if I'm around people that I don't know. Right. And there's still a lot of aggro that people mm. are getting now for wearing masks. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you know, it's because of you that um, we ended up locked down and, you know, right. stopped being so weird about the whole thing whereas yeah. I, I think that's a bit bit nasty because you don't know what other circumstances people are going through right exactly and like in south america and no, south america in south korea like it's just pro forma like when there's a mm -hmm. thing about like you wear a mask that's just the way yeah. it is and so cool right and if you're sick exactly if you're sick it's just common courtesy but in the yeah. united states and it sounds like in the uk as well but you know certainly in the u.s there's this ethic of like personal freedom and like i do whatever uh, i want yeah. we had we've had all that as well it's yeah. Yeah. and like, it's oh, sad yeah, that there's so do. little solidarity like yeah exactly like at the very mm -hmm. least leave people alone if they're wearing a mask so. yeah, yeah I, I, I don't i don't wear a mask it's very rare that i do unless yeah. someone requests it for some reason i think there was some incident at work where it's like we got to wear masks for this so i was like yeah it's fine but i don't i don't really i, I don't even notice if somebody's wearing one no I, I just someone's wearing one in a shop i don't even think about it really anymore i just yeah, but you're normal there's some people you, you, take it, <laughs> yeah. you take it as a like a personal like a statement front if you yeah. um you know if you're wearing a mask and for some people that that is the only way they can go out 
um you know not not just if they're they're vulnerable physically but also things like you know if they've got mental health issues and they suffer from anxiety and you know having that 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 piece of paper in front of them just actually helps them um so or old people there's a lot of old people i wear i i, I started wearing an iron mask that's yeah. what i've started doing <laughs> uh, you are the man in the iron mask yeah 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 i've started doing that so that helps a lot thanks uh, antonio for the email barrier. we appreciate uh, that well i think we didn't even need to yeah well that, you know that's how you know antonio is a good guy yeah he, um this is a, a far more serious show than I thought it would be. Yeah, I know. Uh, right? Without Stu, um, yeah. but that's okay. <laughs> without Stu, yeah. uh, you know. So anyway, uh, so Stu hasn't quit the show nope. yet, um, but we'll let you know if we let him back in next week. Yeah. Because frankly, we've enjoyed having Susan on the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah we should totally. just have a like a you know like the uh, Trafalgar Square, like the fourth plinth, where you just got a revolving artwork. There yeah, you go. that's it. Revolving guests. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I'm gonna text him afterwards and say, yeah, don't bother coming back now. Don't come back. Don't come back. Do we have any shout-outs? I think we do. It's time for a shout-out! Hey! In fact, I remember putting one in my phone, but I don't remember who it was for, so let me find out. Um, I would like to shout-out Stu. Yeah. Um, and just say, hi, Stu. I have talked to him quite a bit this week. Um, Yay, Stu. So, yeah, I'd like to shout-out our, our Stu-be-doo. Um, and also, um, Marty, um, who's having a really tough time. Mm. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. Poor Marty. He's really, really, really struggling. At the this is why, like, I'm not on Twitter. I don't know anything. Mm. I'm just so yeah, ignorant. Well, he can use our love and support, so. Yeah, he's going yeah. through chemo, and he's mm-hmm. it's oh, God. him at the moment. It's yeah. absolutely bad. And it's unrelenting. Like, he, it's been months and months where he's been like, oh, I got to go in for this. I got to go in for that radiation and this. And it's just, oh, God, this guy can't catch a break. But he's also so positive. He's so, like, I mean, he's obviously having a hard time, but he's like, you know, every time I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you know, keep your head up, man. We love you. He's like, thanks, man. Best to you. And, and it's like, dude, if that he's was me. really trying hard to keep yeah. going. Like, do it in his stride and stuff. Right. But it's, if it's me, I'm like, fuck everybody. Fuck everybody. I hate I you. You suck. I get to jump to the front of the line because I have cancer. I actually taught with someone who I still teach with him. He did that. Like, I'd say like, hey, Tim, how was your week? And he's like, well, you know, I have cancer. So I'm like, damn, dude. Um, like he, but it's it's a coping mechanism, obviously. You know, like you use humor and stuff. And I just I have tremendous respect for everybody who is able to yeah keep their sense of humor through that very difficult time. Oh, yeah, just a shout out to my and and basically anybody that is kind of on the Discord or the Twitters. Yeah. Or Facebook's quite quiet. Instagram, whatever that in is involved in the community. So yeah. and if you're not on the Discord already, join the Discord. Join it, people. Join it, people. Tweet at me, and uh, I'll get you an invite if you need it. If you don't, if you're not on the Discord, yeah. If anybody or me, or if anybody wants is there, to know, or you can go to the website maybe and like do it that way or something. Yeah, yeah, There's ways into it. Yeah, I will shout out awesome. Evil Shredder. He sent me a message on Xbox Live like three months ago, but I never go on there. So I was looking into how much it costs for the Game Pass this week. Uh, I didn't join it, even though it said get a month for a dollar, and I was like, oh man, a dollar, ugh. But I knew I wouldn't play it this week, so maybe next week. Uh, anyway, so yeah. Uh, yeah. So thanks to Evil Shredder. And thanks to Susan for coming on and uh, joining us. It's been great having you here. Uh, yeah, thanks to everybody in the chat. Harley Dan, GH Rocker, Soul Brother, James Bevan, Matt Weston, Rainy Lamb, Darren Sim, Sean Thiel, and everybody else that I missed. We love y'all. Uh... 
Shout out to Stu, I guess. Uh, and also yeah. Susan coming onto the show and doing all the great work. Obviously, right. Susan will get a T-shirt because yeah. she's great. But yeah. I didn't send an email. Yeah, Doesn't but you matter. know what? You're you special enough. You don't have to have sent one. You get one by default. That's you get one right. by default. So yeah, I've I've got an update on the designs. Ooh. Jamie, who's working on the designs, he said he sent me a bunch of designs. I was like, Yeah, they look great. Just send me those. <laughs> All right. And he was like, No, those are the rough versions. And I'm like, <laughs> Jamie, I just I don't want you to work on them too much, right? Because he's doing them like in his own time, like yeah, on weekends yeah, sure. and stuff. And I'm like, Jamie, just, just, you know, just, that's fine. Just Not do it. Just, and he's like, no, no, no. And then he showed me like the, the sort of designs that he's done, like again, the, the, the better ones. And they are way better actually. <laughs> so I was <laughs> well, like, okay, fair enough. Fair enough to the guy. See, it doesn't matter that he's doing it for free. You should be the, You should drive him the way you drive your slimes, man. Get to work. Get back in that yeah. studio and don't come back until you have a perfect design for us. Yeah, yeah. So Matt Weston saw some of those designs. He saw some. Mm -hmm. he, yeah. Jamie showed me at, at, at work like just what they look like. I was like, man, just like, I didn't think they'd be so good. But yeah, no, it's good fun. Uh, yeah, so shout out to there, shout out to Susan, shout out to uh, Matt Weston. I did play Matt, uh, Warzone with Matt Weston this week. Was hey. that this week, Matt? I can't remember. Um, I know I, I I felt like an old man playing Warzone. Hey. I really did. Because <laughs> Matt plays well, it like every... Taliban not ban that? I don't know. Uh, it's question. like a good recruiting tool, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, he, he, he plays it all the time. Well, I don't know if he plays it every day, but I, yeah, I... I was just like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on anymore. I'm not, I'm so scared. I'm just scared all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. We played it on the day, the day of the Queen's funeral. That was it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I actually watched the funeral. Um, yeah. I didn't watch all the other stuff that went on beforehand, but I did watch the funeral. I was, just, well, I was watching just to see if somebody dropped it or something. Like, but uh, Why were you standing so in line much, for 24 hours? Oh, with those hours. guys. Yeah, mm. we don't know because we like to queue. Yeah. Um, yeah, Beckham, there's this a big furore going on at the moment because Beckham and a few other celebs did oh, actually yes. stand in line. So he stood in line for 14 yeah, hours. And he refused. He Someone said you could come he under the front. He was like, nope, jump. I'm queuing back yeah. in. Yeah, and there's a, there's a couple is, of presenters cool. over here that are very famous and they've um, come they skipped the queue. Much. Yeah. yeah, because apparently they skipped the queue, but mm. they're arguing that actually they were there as journalists. They weren't filing past the coffin. Mm. Um, they were in the journalist part. But you never saw any journalism being reported by no. them? No. Because so they're they just TV they morning presenters. They, they weren't allowed to film when they were there because it was all very highly controlled. But they didn't even go on the show going, oh, you know, let's talk about the experience. They just, just no. did it because they can. Yeah, so um, there's a whole... I mean, they're going absolutely... They were trying to get them sacked and everything, weren't they? Yeah, there's, a, there's a petition. There's something like yeah. 70,000 people. It's weird. To... I know you don't know much about Holly and Phil, Duke, but like they were quite loved. They're yeah. quite like, like people really love because Phil, Philip Scarfield, he's been on the TV for years, yeah. absolutely years. He started off on kids' TV years ago yeah. when I was a kid. Gotcha. Yeah, and he had like actual color in his hair now he's gray and uh, like he, but he still looks pretty good and he came out recently and yeah. the whole nation supported him and all this sort of stuff yeah. but he was going to be outed that's why he came out he, mm. which was quite sad oh yeah he was going to be outed yeah that's right but, but everybody sort of was like yeah, yeah you, you know like, yeah that's fine that's yeah, fine it's fine yeah. but now he's jumped the queue everybody's just oh my god because he's the most hated person what, in the nation 
if somebody offered me to jump the queue, I would take it probably. So, because uh, I've got no shame. Um, <laughs> I... And what what I would have done on the next day on that TV show that they're on is like, yeah, I jumped the queue. Yeah, you know, but because I am who I am. I think people are more frustrated that they they said it was for journal reasons and yeah. Whatever. Mm. Anyway, so shout out to. Phil and Ollie for jumping the queue. Well done. Um, and, and, uh, for, and the Queen for, you know, sticking to it. Because we've been doing this podcast for 14 years, but the Queen was the Queen for about 70. So fair yeah. play. Uh, she, long she, time. she put yeah. the graft in. I don't think, um, I don't think Charlie Boyle uh, lasts as long. No, no, I don't think so. Not with those fingers. But, but, um, <laughs> I think if the Queen had to have a meeting with Stu every week, she would have quit being the Queen. Yeah, <laughs> like Stu was the, the Prime Minister. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's like, yeah. I'm out of here. I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, yeah. Take over. Uh, I think that's a show. I think it is. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, everybody. If you Hi, like everybody. this podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. VG People should go to VGHub.net, probably. Huh? And now it's got odd new games like The Legend of Zoltar. Pussy cures all diseases, I just fell on my bottom into some butterscotch. That's Patton Oswalt. He has a new special on Netflix, and it's good. I recommend people check it out. Hmm. He's a funny I used to dude. watch that all the time when I was a kid. Why don't you? Uh, yeah. I used to love that program. Uh, yeah. Stu will be happy there is a different there. version of that theme that I found on TikTok Ooh, that I was going to send to Duke and throw Stu off. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, I can't find that. That version that we have oh, that for yeah. the show, right. I can't find that anywhere. Like, mm -hmm. But like the actual version that's sang by kids. Right. She's the more famous one, I think. Yeah. Um, no, that that version you play is the is the proper one. No, there's one by kids. There's one that's sang by kids. That was... that well, maybe they did that later it, on, or yeah, whatever, but for whatever the, reason, it's more available. And the guy putting his, his his foot through the TV and all that kind oh, of wow. stuff. Yeah. Goodness. I don't know, but I'll find it out and get her. Uh... Everything, everywhere, all at once. Good movie. Strongly recommend. I've seen that. I've seen that. I liked it. I've seen, I thought it was a you bit. You were talking about that the other week. I thought it was a bit long. It is long. It's very weird. They take some swings. No, I don't mind. I don't mind the weird. Yeah. Right. I like the weird. Right. I like. I like seeing a movie that I like. I've never seen that before. Yeah. Right. Well, they I, definitely have has, a bunch of that. Yeah. So they have a bunch of that, which is very good. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's just a bit long. Like I, it's I like feel I like get they it. Were I get it. Intentionally trying to asymptote it so that it starts off with like some weird stuff going on we're not quite sure and like really kind of creating some plot and then i think they're yeah. kind of flipping a few times along the way and then like the end becomes like ah a lot to deal with. there's everything happening i, I just think it's once. i just think it draws it draws it out a little too much that's as maybe I, I, Jamie I, Lee Curtis is. We uh, didn't even realize that was her until the end credits, and we're like, "Who was that?" Oh my god, it was her! Yeah, that was. I really spotted her straight away. And Michelle Yeoh, oh, I just, oh, I've loved her since uh, Crouching oh, yeah, Tiger, Hidden yeah. Dragon. She's awesome. So. Uh, and we and watched the guy. That. I don't know the the, yeah. the guy. I don't know who he was, but he was great. Him, but yeah, he was good. Uh, we've been watching Fresh Off the Boat, so we went from one story about a Chinese American family 
uh, with a small business to a TV show about a Chinese American family with a small business. And it's like, hey, that's just the weekend we've been having. So we're watching the Rings of Power thing. Oh, yeah. oh I've been watching that. I'm not really that impressed, to be honest. But... I think it's it's starting to. I think I'm. I've watched four episodes now, and it's starting to heat up a bit now. It's starting to yeah. get going, but it's been such a slow burn so far. So Although smart. it looks good. It's um, pretty, but I've because we was gonna watch Game of Thrones all that, and not the two at the same time. I feel like uh, I've I'm missed out. Those. I feel like I've missed out because everybody's like, I'm done with Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones so far, so. The Rings of Power is my favorite of the two. Oh, right. Although I'm not particularly enamored with either of them, but but then having said that, if you read any of sort of Tolkien's kind of other stuff that isn't Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings, you know, like Silmarillion and stuff, it's so heavy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think they're probably. I've not read the Unfinished Tales though. Have you read it, Duke? No. No, no. I've, I've, I've. Not, I was not a Tolkien guy the way that my friends were. I read Lord of the Rings and I was like, yeah, "This is great." I mean, obviously, I oh, recognize I it as like the foundation. But then I was like getting into David Eddings and Rogers Ladd. Oh, there were all these other fantasy writers too. that I was really into. So um, I would I think love the, to the see the Hobbit. It. My dad bought me the Hobbit as a book yeah. when I was twelve. Yeah. Um, I've still got it because he mm. wrote in it for your twelfth birthday, and it was oh, the yeah. first kind of fantasy book I ever read, and it mm-hmm. blew my tiny little twelve-year-old yeah, oh, totally. mind. I read it around um, so that same yeah. time. I think we had it as an option in one of my English classes, I think. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I absolutely loved it. I think uh, other than that, it was um, Alan Garner, um, mm-hmm. who's kind of local. He's only based up in sort of Alderley Edge up here. But, yeah, if you've ever read any of his, uh, The Weird Stone of Brisingerman and mm. that kind of stuff, yeah. very good stuff. Cool. Very good stuff. So, I'll other than that, I had not read any fantasy, so. Yeah. You're so much smarter than me. Well, yeah. Well, you know, we all knew that. Saying, but you're so much taller than us. There you go. Mm. We've all got our mm. things. And I have more yeah, hats. Taller I am. Probably, I think. You've got more hats. Yeah. I've got less you beard. Go. You know, my hair's more pink than yours is. <laughs> That's it's, true. You know, today. Yeah. Today. Today. <laughs> we've, all, we've all got our little things, haven't yeah. we? So. Yeah. I just can't read books. I find it very difficult. You haven't found the yeah, right Tony books yet. Can't. He doesn't read books either. Although I listen to a lot more books now because mm. I have not got the concentration level since. All oh, right, yeah. So yeah, there, Audible yeah. Um, or or the BorrowBox app. There's a bunch the on Spotify app. too now. Um, yeah, mm. well, the, 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 there's a library app. So if you've got a library card mm. for the, yeah, right. the local sure. library, you can just yep. bo- borrow box and you can borrow e-books and audio books. And yeah, I love them. Yes. Audio mm. books, so. Totally. Uh, I was very upset because Hilary Mantel died this week. I don't know and who that is. Hilary Mantel wrote uh, Wolf Hall, oh, um, okay. the Wolf Hall trilogy mm. about Thomas Cromwell. Okay. Um, she's such a good writer, yeah. amazing writer. Well, I'm reading a book, a book by, uh, like... sorry. Yeah, I feel like I cut you off. Three times. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a writer named Nadi Okorafor, Nigerian-American. is really interesting. She wrote one called Akata Witch, which is one of the selections for my students. And I was like, that's the one I'm most interested to read. So I try to read one so that they know I'm reading at the same time they have to read. Um, and I'm just, I'm really into it. Yeah, it's fun. But I posted a thing on Twitter. There's this thing, a book within a book that someone's reading. This is video game related. Uh, in it, it says, you know, oh, you, there's these people who have magical powers. They're known as the leopard people 
blah, blah, blah. And it's like, how do you figure out what your talents are? And it's like, oh, it might be something about you that the regular world doesn't approve of or whatever, whatever. And I'm not talking about things you choose for yourself. Like, uh, you're too fat because you sit around playing video games all day and you eat too much. And I was like, hey, I feel like you're subtweeting about me, Nadia Okorafor. So I tweeted at her oh. hoping she might find that amusing. Oh, and she didn't respond to it. So, yeah, what are you going to do? You yeah, always you want your favorite people to love you on Twitter, but it doesn't do. happen very often. I'm good. Yeah. All right. I got to run people. So, uh, okay, that's enough. No more talking.